They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Stud Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? How's the sound check? Is it good? Sound check is fantastic. We always do our sound checks live and not before the show. Uh, Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. This is the last episode of June. It's June 30th. Next time you will see us, we are off next week because I'm out of town. We're on vacation. Uh, so we'll be back the two weeks from now, two weeks from today uh, for episode 317. We do appreciate everyone coming out here live. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form when watching these, uh, you can share, like, subscribe. We're only live on YouTube because we got rid of the dual stream because of the software that was messing up. So if you'd like to go above and beyond that for the free ways you can help us, you can go uh, hit the membership button, which is uh, little as 99 cents, $1.99, or $4.99. You can also give gifted memberships. There's special thanks buttons after after the fact, uh, and there's also super chats that you can do during the show. Uh, so we do appreciate you if you're here. Uh, it, the show is free. We do lots of them throughout the year. This is Season 8, Episode 316. Uh, so... On today's show, Sarge, we got lots of stuff. We might not get to it all, but we're going to start off with... Uh, we'll get to it. We're going to talk about multiverses, uh, open beta coming out. We're going to be talking about Blizzard buying somebody. We're going to talk about World of Warcraft uh, and what they've been doing. Okay. We're going to talk about uh, God of War, the delay, not delay of the delay of what might be delayed. And we're, we're going to talk about God of War. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about Terminator, Sarge, not the video game. We're, talk we're talking about AI that's becoming smarter than humans. We've seen it in the movies, and now it's happening in real life. We're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about Diablo uh, Immoral. Uh, we're going to be talking about Halo Infinite. We're going to talk about Halo Infinite. We're going to talk about EA. They're coming out with a game called Skate, which is Skate 4. We're going to show that in the pre-early access or whatever. Uh, we're going to be talking about... The survival MMO the day before. Something seems a little off about them, Sarge. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, we're going to talk about GTA. We always like talking about GTA rumors. We're going to talk about that. Uh, if we get to it, we're going to talk about some uh, Xbox response to Bethesda's crunch. We're going to talk, if we get to it, about Unity laying off people. We're, if we get to it, we're also going to be talking about Gotham Knights. Uh, and then we're also going to be talking, uh, if we get to it, um, a, a showcase that someone did of the old game, The Simpsons, hit and run, uh, if we get to it. So that's what's on the show uh, today. Again, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. What's going on, chat? How's everyone doing out there? Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, but before we get to the story, Sarge, we always do, what have you been playing? So what have you been playing? Well... I had a few tequilas a couple of days ago, and I decided to load at Stardew Valley because I, I always heard about it. Did you say Stardew Valley? Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone already talked about it back in the past, but I never actually sat around and played it. I, I thought I, I kept getting Stardew Valley and 
Terraria kind of confused, if you know what I mean. Like, I thought it was like the same type of game. But I was really, what I was told was, is that Stardew Valley is basically Minecraft with a story. Sure. It, it, it's basically what it is, right? So I download it because it said last day for gold or something came up where it was like, I couldn't get it anymore. So I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. All right. So I start playing it and I like it for the fact that it's got the old, like 16 bit, 8 bit style yeah, kind of side graphic. scroller type of thing. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, but no, no t- tutorial, no instruction manual, no nothing. And I'm basically rock bottom trying to figure out a game. And I, I'm testing myself. I'm like, okay, so how long before I get mad and say, screw this game? All right. So my first screw this game was like three hours in when I was like, okay, I'm missing something. I'm like, where's the crafting table? And apparently there isn't one. All it later. is is you pressing the button and you actually opening up a menu and you can craft right then and there, mm-hmm. which for three hours, I walked around the whole map, looking around for stuff, Good. getting a feel for it. I went to the hospital four times because I didn't know there was an energy bar, right? And I could just kept chopping down wood until my guy passed out. Basically, I thought it was a, I thought it was a glitch or something. Like I, I'm like, I'm chopping down trees. And it says, you're exhausted. I'm like, screw you. I'm exhausted. I, I need the tree. Right? So I have all this stuff, can't build anything, didn't know to build anything. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I get why people like this game. I get it. And then I stopped after one. I'm like, uh, is it going to hold me? Is it going to hold me? I said, well, the next time I have three tequilas, I'm going to load up Stardew Valley again. Apparently, that's what it's for. Yeah, I, I played it years ago, and I thought it was enjoyable. And I, I think it is a good game, but I'd rather play Minecraft. What, you know what I try playing? When I tried playing and I, I couldn't get far because I, I I really have to be in the mood, is I tried replaying Final Fantasy 15 mm-hmm. from the beginning because there's a lot of the game that I didn't that's the, complete. That's the, that's the boy band one, right? Yeah, the boy band. There's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of things in the game that I did not complete because I didn't know it was possible. Right. Like I I don't think I ever got the car to fly before I won the game. And then I also don't think I missed like the giant world boss where like the mountain comes alive. It's like it's a giant turtle and he's a boss you have to fight. I, I remember so, I remember that. Well, I never I never fought him. And so I kept thinking to myself, man, I gotta go back and do this again. And as I'm playing it, man, you have to be you have to be you want you have to want to play Final Fantasy to actually sit there and enjoy it because I, I forget all the abilities. I forget what my guy's supposed to do. And unless I've been playing it on a weekly basis, stuff just falls out the head, man. I've been playing too many other things. Uh, is there any other games you've been playing? Uh, what was it? Tunic. Went back to Tunic for a little bit. You played Tunic again. A little, a little, by, little by little. Um, what was the other one? Oh, I, I, I can't play Civ Five on my computer because my computer is a POS. So I went through my library and I found, because I couldn't find it on Game Pass, I found my uh, Civ game for the Xbox 360. First I thought... For, and I loaded on, that up. Hold on a second. I, first I thought you said Sims 5. Mm-mm. You're talking about Civilization. Civ. 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 Okay. Civ I was like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't peg you as a Sim guy. I, try, I, I had those days I played yeah, Sims. Yeah, way back Andrew. when, yeah. So I loaded up Civilization. I think it's like four. Three or four for the Xbox 360. Right? And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put it on normal because I haven't played in a while. Right? I'm gonna go for culture. I'm gonna because we got a culture war going on. I figure I could make culture work for me. I always just right. 
straight up just destroy people. Yeah, but I don't go for warfare. It took me an hour. I was in the game for an hour, and I remember the entire game in an hour, and I beat the game in like three. Yeah. I do. I Good do, game. I do. Especially the Xbox, Xbox, Xbox 360 version. Yeah, I used to just send as many people as possible and just murder people real fast. That's what I used to do. Yeah, build it up early on in the game. Just take over yeah. as much land as possible. Build up the resources, and then just dominate. That's what I used to. Yeah. Uh, that's what I used to. I, do. I, I do culture, and as my borders keep expanding, they envelop other people, and so either either you have to be as cultured as I am, because I'm the elitist. <laughs> you have to be as cultured as I am, right, I, or so. or you or you go. Then then I take you over. I just I just murder everybody. Yeah, it's but, still fun though. It's yeah. still fun, right? But I want to play Civ Five, but my computer won't handle it. I have it. I have the disc and everything. I actually, I actually purchased the game. I used to, I used to like all those games. I used to, I, I used to play the crap out of Civ Five on on 360. I constantly, I, 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 I the game. I'm pretty sure I beat the game with every, every faction, like every, every way the, you could. I did. The Spiffing Brit did a uh, did a special about it not too long ago, maybe this past week, where he picks um, um hmm. he picks wartime to win by. Right. But he, but he plays the long game. He stretches out the game where it takes forever to do anything. So all, all your countries, it, take, like, it takes like 27 turns to, to build a library. And like 27 turns is absurd, Yeah. right? Because he's stretching the game out. But he found a loophole. And so what he does, he picks, I think it, it's one of the warring races. I forget which one it was. And all he does is go around to all the barbarian camps and kills the barbarian camp to get the gold. Right. But his, his, his group gets more gold per kill for a barbarian camp. Right. And when you play the long game, the, the 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 developers forgot to put in the ability for barbarian camps to spawn less. So in a long game, they still spawn every five turns. Right. So all he all he's doing is well, everybody's can't do anything because they're waiting twenty seven turns to build something or thirty eight turns to build something. <laughs> he's just going around killing barbarian camps and stocking up on the gold, and then he buys a settler, settles another town. It just keeps going around the whole map. So basically, it's almost as if the the world is in slow motion, right? And he's the Flash, right? Right. He That's just... basically how it is. He said he he beat the game. It was some absurd number. It was like turn turn two thousand. I right. It was it was ridiculous. I like I like when people think that way. Like you look at a game and you're like, yeah, I, I think I could break the game this way, right? And they figure it out. I I like I like when people do that. Um, I played a game we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Sarge. I played the demo. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about a game called Hypercharge Unbox, which was this uh, first-person slash third-person uh, PvP slash co-op power defense type of game. It's got everything. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually pretty fun. It's going to have a story mode. I don't think it has a story mode yet. It's uh, Again, I'm not advertised by these. They're not paying me to say anything of this. Uh, it's on Switch right now for, uh, I think, less than $20. And you can get it for uh, PC as $20 as well. Uh, let me bring it up real fast. This is Hyper Charge Unbox. And this is me just show, going through all the things. You're Basically, you're, you make an action figure, and you fight in the game. They have overall skills. The demo starts off inside basically a KB toy store. Okay, basically that's what it is. You're inside a KB toy store. And these guys, I don't know how they're not going to get sued. They come so close to the actual brands of the actual thing. As soon as I get into this thing, you're going to notice, I look over to my, my left side, and I'm like, that's Marvel right there, right? Marvel Marvel Heroes, whatever. Uh, oh, what? 
So no, I get it. So you're in a package. You you start off in the actual package of the. Like, you have to fight yourself out of a package. Like, you're in a package. You have to bust out the front. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You knock off the plastic, and then you walk around, and you can see like that. That right there is Marvel Hero Brawler. Okay, but they 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 name it Heroes Brawler, but it's Mazin instead of Marvel. Right. Back back when I was younger, I had dreams like this. Yeah. So obviously, when you look at this, you look at Toy Soldier. Right. Or you look at like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Or you look at Toy Story. You, you think of the, the things like this. Uh, so they, they literally replicated all the game, all the toys and stuff from like the actual toy store. It's pretty it's pretty badass. The, the character that I'm at right now looks like this. It looks like this stormtrooper from Return of the Jedi. Right. That's that's exactly what it looks like. OK. Yeah, scout walker, the scout trooper inside inside this. Uh, there's like hidden objects you can find like little pins, collector pins. I thought about you, Sarge, with your with your Marvel pins, uh, which are still available, which are still available. If anyone wants to buy Sarge's pins, they're still available uh, for Marvel heroes. Two years running. Two years fresh. in a row. <laughs> a little fresh. Still, still in the case. Uh, you can find pins like this and they, they give you bonuses and then it makes you explore. You have to buy. You have to get these tokens and the tokens it's you currency and the currency you use for the tower defense. Like you have to put traps and stuff down uh, when you're doing. So this is just a tutorial. So I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward just a little bit here. The graphics look good. It's like I'm actually in a toy store. Okay. So you can see that the, you can put Lego blocks down as a barrier. You build some turrets and to power the turrets, you have to find the batteries, batteries, batteries. You put the batteries inside the thing. Uh, and then there's just waves. Yeah, no, they, no, the, uh, what do you call it game had the same thing. The one with the soldiers, the army men. Yeah. Army the army one. Uh, and green. I think it was called same, same principle. Yeah. You had, a bit, you had to find batteries for the, uh, for the, for yeah. The base. So it's a first person shooter game. You, uh, you can get different equipments and different pieces. There's little, uh, other packets around that I guess other soldiers busted out of, and you can go buy like a shotgun attachment or you can go buy a laser gun attachment. And there's like waves and waves of stuff. No, so, no NPCs, no friendly NPCs, just the turrets. There are friendly NPCs, but not in the demo. You can literally play this whole game solo with with co-op uh, or with uh, with companions. But let, let me let me go to the the next board. The next board, you're in a garage. Okay, so you're in a in a, in a garage, and I love this because you know me, Sarge. We used to play in the garage all the time with our toys. Okay, so we used to. Climb the garage door, put the stuff up there, and do all the stuff. So everything I was doing there. Now I'm putting like the little like uh, Cobra Commander like gun turrets down on the you know uh, GI Joe, not Cobra Commander, GI Joe uh, little turrets down. And then you have waves of enemies that come at you. Like it gets harder and harder as it goes. You gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep the uh, it's a it's a, a setup phase, right? You see the timer going up at the top. You don't have to go through the whole phase. You can just start it right away if you want. But you find the coins, you find the collectibles, you find the packs of uh, cards that you have. You have cards in your in your slot, and that puts down the actual things on the ground. And you only have a certain amount of uh, currency, so you have to find the currency. And at the end of each round, you're getting more currency to find. And uh, the more things you kill, the more currency drops in the ground. And you just constantly keep doing that, right? So, uh, pretty fun game. It is a pretty fun game. $20. I thought it was pretty good. I was going to buy it for PC, but it's coming out for Xbox. I'm going to wait for Xbox because then other people can play with us, right? So I do I do uh, really enjoy what this game was for the sh small... Uh, it was like nostalgia, man. It's like when I was a kid playing with the actual toys. 
the gunplay is good. The sound of the sound design is pretty good. Uh, when you actually have to fight here, you got 10 seconds. You just get waves of like little soldiers. Then the second wave was, uh, remember those, remember those, uh, rubbery alien creatures that you would stick on your fingers and you would like use it to talk behind. You know what I'm talking about? I forget what the, what the brand was called here. Let me see if I can, if I can find the oh, actual you're talking about boggles. Was it boggles? Yes. Boggles. Yeah. They were like, they, they look, look like, they look like ghoulies, but yes. they were the toy version. Yes. They, they have those in this game. They have the like, ghoul. That's what I called them when I play. I was like, I think they're called ghoulies, but I couldn't remember. The, 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 the toy thing was called a boggle though. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a boggle, but they look like ghoulies. The ghoulies were the things that came out of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. In the movie. Not to be confused, not to be confused with critters. Correct. Correct. Which was like the like the satanic version of gremlins. Yeah, see, there you go. I, I paused it. The little he's he's bouncing right here. You can see him. I'm gonna kill him real fast. But it looks like a ghoulie. Or boggles, whatever. <clears throat> and then you have little tops, like uh, you know, the top spinners coming at you like battle tops uh, and it's a fun game. It really is. So when it comes out for Xbox, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to definitely Let me pick it up. Uh, definitely a, a game to play. Uh, I played that. I played uh, Marvel's Avengers, obviously, because I like Marvel's Avengers. Uh, they just came out with a brand Lady, new Lady Thor. They just came out with Mighty Thor. Uh, the game's never had a problem with the actual. Lady, it was Lady Thor. It's Mighty Thor is actually what her name is. Jane Foster, Mighty Thor. Oh, uh, they, they got, they got rid of Lady now. It's yeah, just Mighty Thor. It's just Mighty Thor. Now, does it matter? Does it matter she's a woman? It, it's so retarded. I have to admit, like, I don't know how you could take someone's name. Like, just if I hold Captain America's shield, I'm not Captain America. I mean, that, that's obviously, correct. that's what they think it is. But, well, that, that's a bad example. Because Thor's actually his name. Captain America is just, a, like, a moniker, right? Thor's not a moniker. Thor's his actual name. So it's a little weird that she's Mighty Thor. But anyway, we'll... we'll Okay, we'll, we'll we'll let it go. We'll let it she go. Just, she just stole someone's name. Yeah. That's so, uh, anyway, she's a great character. She's a lot of fun, and obviously, just like they did with any other game that you use guns, the guns itself are like super OP when you first get the brand new gun that comes in the game, because obviously they want you to buy the expansion or get the stuff. Obviously, she's free, so they're giving the content for free, and she feels fantastic. And she's uh, her her supers and stuff are just really over overpowered. Um, so obviously they'll, they'll nerf it down the line because they want you to play. Uh, so she, she is, she's right now. It's, she's it's, better than Thor. It's nerf or nothing, bro. It's Mr. Mr. Odinson. Right. Uh, but it is, it's a, it's a good thing. And th the game has never had a problem with the heroes they've created. The, the heroes that they created is actually a lot of fun. And this is exactly why people, uh, I can understand someone coming into the game for the first time now, picking up this game and going, man, I don't understand why everyone's talking crap about it. I, I think it's a fun game. And I 100% get that. But if you've been in it since the very beginning, you're frustrated because you've been through the ups and downs through this whole process of getting to this point. Uh, but yeah, I, I leveled her up in, I think, an hour and 10 minutes, I think, total. I went from 0 to 150 um, in, in about an hour and 10 minutes, and then I got to level 50 in another additional 30 minutes. So in an hour and 40 minutes, I maxed around. Everyone's like, well, why are you rushing through the game so much? I don't know how I can not rush through the game because I have nine characters that are in Endgame, and she would be the only one that's not in Endgame. So I have to and, go. And besides, and besides the fact that anytime a quest comes up, you know exactly where to go to do the quest ASAP. Yeah. yeah. So I played it. I think it's good. I, I'm I'm playing it more to to level her up to get through get through her champion levels and whatnot. 
another another good addition for the hero, but the game's missing content. It needs to have content. Uh, I've been playing some Minecraft. I played some Fall Guys. Fall Guys is fun. In short bursts, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and there's one other game I've been playing. Um, I forget what else I played. I know I played SnowRunners as well. That's about it. That's what I've been. Uh, what we've been playing. What do you guys been playing out there? Minus the original Avengers, there's our CT heroes. Sure, sure, but they're still heroes, and you can still play with them, right? So, I mean, that's just like uh, in in Star Wars Battlefront Two. There's some good characters, and there's some CT C tier characters that they put in the game. But overall, there's more characters in the game, right? Um, so yeah. Yeah, the Halo game, uh, the Halo event came out in Fall Guys uh, today. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out uh, maybe this weekend when I'm on vacation. It's only this weekend, right? It's it's today till July 4th, I believe it ends. So we'll have to definitely check that out. Williams has been playing Elden Ring and Destiny. Playing Final Fantasy Remake, Water says. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, other games coming out. World Slayer, Adam. Or ADM is uh is playing World Slayer. How is it? How's World Slayer? Is it is it good? I hear mixed mixed things about uh, World Slayer. Uh, did they did they fix the audio design in World Slayer? Because that that would uh, that that's that's always been a bad thing. Uh, I'm still on Shadows of Tomb Raider. Around halfway done. Tomb Raider is. I, I love Tomb Raider RB when I played it. Love Tomb Raider when I played it. I thought it was a great series. Even the, the reboot, like the whole reboot that they did, uh, Crystal Dynamics did, fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Let's get to the top story, Sarge. All right. So the first story we're going to talk about is the Multiverses open beta will act as a soft launch. New platform fighting title Multiverses uh, isn't play planning on changing a lot of its core gameplay elements following the release of the open beta in July. Uh, so uh, hype for Multiverses has been building up ever since it was first unveiled back in 2021, even be being officially revealed less than a year ago. Multiverses has uh, since shown off gameplay new characters added its already expansive roster and plans to open beta launch in july while there hasn't been an official date set for the multiverses beta will release to fans the game director seamlessly has big plans for it now multiverses director recently has asked whether or not the open beta would be time tested or would it be the last until the official release of the final game he said in uh, he said that the open beta will hopefully be a permanent will be permanent unless the teams working on the multiverses find some really awful bugs. This means that the open beta of the multiverses will essentially launch the game almost in a demo format with less initial content, but things like new characters, maps, and more are likely to be added over time. Uh, as multiverses hasn't been given a solid final release date, fans will be glad to know that what they're getting in uh, July will be somewhat near the, uh, the final product. Already, there has been a closed time alpha for multiverses, so it doesn't make sense that the beta would uh, be an evolution of that rather than basically be another version of the other test. Now, alongside giving players a soft launch, the open beta is also likely to include the monetization elements of multiverses, something that has been uh, revealed to be, the, uh, to be in the game but hasn't been heavily discussed by developers. 
Already, it seems that the multiverses uh, will have quite a lot of content when the open beta drops. 16 characters are currently available for the game, including some fan favorites like Superman, Ultra Instance Shaggy, and from the Alpha as well. And many fans are already aware of the multitude of characters coming to multiverse. Now, here's the one thing I'll disagree with this, right? Here's the one thing I'll disagree. If you're coming out early with the game, if you're coming out early with the game, maybe you shouldn't put the monetization in, right? If you're, if you're doing a soft launch, or it's not a soft launch, it's a, it's a beta coming out, maybe you shouldn't put the mi microtransactions in the game if it's a soft launch for a month or two. Because to me, if you're going to put the monetization in there and not release it, then why even call it a, a soft launch? You know what I mean? If you had your monetization in there, then that's it. It's uh, that's that's an out game. You're live, right? You're live. Right. If you're it, charging people for stuff in game, you're live, right? Even though it's a free to play game, if you're you charging microtransactions, you're not, your game is not live. Called, it's not called a beta. If I'm char if my store is open in the game, it's not a beta, right? And obviously, they're not the first game to do this. So if it comes out and the microtransactions are live, then to me, that's a live game, right? If it hmm. if it's beta testing, it's not, it's not. It's not to you. It that's plain English. Right. If I'm charging people for product inside of a game, the game is live. Correct. That, I mean, they, they do it all the time, though, like all these other games. So just like... I, I understand. Yeah. But it's very important, Wording we is settle, very important. if we settle yeah. on the language. Yeah. If, if Since we have no consumer protection, we have to talk like we know what the fuck we're talking about. So if you're going to try to dick me every which way but Sunday, then it's my job to make sure the verbiage is the same across the board so we as gamers know what to avoid and what not to avoid. Right. So I'm just putting it out there, uh, multiverses. We talked about this a uh, couple uh, shows ago that I'm actually a, a big fan. And I wasn't even looking at this game originally. Uh, what brought me in was the characters, I, the WBIP characters I'm interested in. So I started playing it, and I, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, when it comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll dabble in it a little bit. Uh, the next story I want to talk about. As long as Bugs Bunny gets to do the Daffy Duck hunting season gag in the game, I'll get it. I don't I don't I don't think uh I don't think he does that. He does say what's up, Doc. Uh and Daffy's not in the game yet, so oh, crazy. Yeah. Um Blizzard. Blizzard Entertainment uh it tends to acquire spellbreak developer. Uh I don't even know how to pronounce this. It's pro proletariat. Proletariat. The proletariat uh is the developer. A day after it confirms Spellbreak is shutting down, new reports indicate that Blizzard Entertainment intends to acquire them. Okay. Um, so while not officially stated yet, uh, as of yet from Blizzard or from the studio, uh, Game Beats writer Dean uh, reveals that the two studios appear to be joining forces. According to the news, Blizzard Entertainment intends to acquire them for as uh, yet to unknown sum of money. Now, the deal itself will likely be the biggest acquisition for Blizzard that has made at least 10 years. Now, with the last external studio being added as a, a swinging ape in 2005, Vicarious Visions in the in, uh, internal Activision studio and folded into Blizzard to help work on Diablo franchise a few years ago, though that came well after Activision and Blizzard merged together. Now, the move may not be uh, too surprising to some. Fans of the studio have been helping Blizzard since May. And however, now they seem to be officially joining Blizzard. Uh, the 100-person team will be added to the World of Warcraft side of things. With the expanded staff, Blizzard is hoping to have quality of timing goals for coming up expan upcoming expansions. Will will be easier to hit, reducing the time between content updates and to keep players engaged. Now, the team will likely be busy with World of Warcraft's ninth expansion, is looking to launch sometime later this year. 
Dragonflight announced earlier this year not only gives players new story content to play through uh, and new content to explore, as well as a rideable dragon. It also adds a brand new playable race and, and a class, as expected to be uh, is a dragon-based uh, humanoid capable of shifting forms between human and draconian uh, form into battle. In addition, the Evoker class appears to be a hybrid class uh, capable of using destructive dragon-based magic as well as support spells to help Alliance. So... What I find interesting, Sarge, is that, and this is this is the springboard into our actual conversation, right? Uh, Blizzard has what? What is World of Warcraft been around for? Like sixteen years, seventeen years, right? I, I'm not sure if it still has the if it's the longest consecutive yet yet or not anymore. I'm trying to think now. I want to say it's early O's, right? I think RuneScape is still out there, and RuneScape is 2000. Was it 2004? It was like five? 2000. 2003, 2004, I think, is when it came out, right? I don't, I don't, I don't so remember we're, we're talking, my head. I just know it's been around. We're talking chat. What is it? Is it 17 years? I mean, 17 years of World of Warcraft? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a lot of years, and that's a lot of money. Yeah, 2004, Krebsy says. Okay. Yeah. So Blizzard, at its peak, okay, the highest concurrent players, I believe, is like 2017, and it was something like 40 million or 46 million players in 2017, right? That's concurrent, like paying subscriptions for one month or multiple months, 46 million paying subscribers, okay? okay. What roughly is that? That's uh, at, what, 15 bucks a pop? That's well, uh, like 600, $680 million, Hang on, hang on. You, you, I didn't know you wanted me to do math tonight. Hang on. Yeah, just shy, just shy of six hundred million dollars a month. Just shy of six hundred million dollars a month. Now, a month. so if they had a full year of, which is probably not the the case, but forty six million people for twelve it's, months. It's just shy of seven point two billion dollars. Seven point two billion dollars. Now, how much do you think the operating cost of a game like that would be I don't, out I don't, of seven point two billion dollars. How much money do you think that would if if World of Warcraft? Not that I say they should do this, but if World of Warcraft said, you know what, we're never charging for another game again, they would still last until for another thirty years with the amount of money they made just from that one year of forty six million people playing for one year, and they've been around for seventeen years. Now, to be fair, right now I think the average. Let me look it up real fast. I believe. Hold on. I believe right now they're averaging about 2.6 million. Okay, so here's, here's the thing. In 2017, World of Warcraft reached 46 million monthly active users, okay, thanks to the expansion that came out. In 2021, the count dropped to 26 million. Okay, so that's... A half. But that's five years later. Okay. Whatever. And then in 2022, they're down to 4.8 million people subscribed to World of Warcraft, which That's, is a mass exodus, right? It's a mass exodus. Right. Okay. But 4.8 million people are, are playing right now. So even just the 4.8 million people, okay, it's still making pretty good, pretty good chunk of change. But what's 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 the story within the, the within the topic here? I I, I see the story you going of multiple, this and saying multiple directions. I see what's happening here. Well, so the, the story of this put, put me on a dirt road at least. Okay. Well, the story is that they're picking up another company so they can start helping them work on World what? of Warcraft so they can make more expansions for this. Right. And my question is, <laughs> what? 
My question is, <laughs> with the amount of money that World of Warcraft has made over the years, which uh, is yeah. in the tens to close to maybe a hundred billion dollars, right? Well, no, listen. Even if I'm, even if I'm, if I'm charitable, even but it's got to be about eighty I, billion dollars over the, over the seventeen years. Now, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna divide it in half just to lowball that some bitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna lowball it, and I'm gonna give him ten years only, right? So it's thirty somewhere in the neighborhood. If I half, if I half of it, and I only do ten years, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty-five billion dollars. All right. So, so half point, that. So, so about seventy point, billion dollars, maybe potentially. So, so let's let's just discuss it briefly. So what you're trying Nothing's to brief tell on me? This show, Sarge. Nothing's brief. So what 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 you're trying to my my underwear is briefs. So they're not, they're not on the show. It's true. What we're trying to discuss here is the fact that you're telling me that Activision Blizzard, the company that made World of Warcraft, made Warcraft, made StarCraft, right. made Overwatch, yep. and made a slew of other games over the last 25 years. Call of Duty. And right? They're all part you're, of the same you're, studio. You're explaining to me right now that they need to hire a third-party closet to garage band. Yeah. For them to help build the storyline and and content inside of World of Warcraft for the expansion, so they have more expansions. At, at this point, I press the panic button, and I press the lookout button. Right? If you don't have a team of people put together with fifteen years worth of Warcraft money, if you don't have a team already dedicated to your number one game, which is your MMO that you've had for sixteen plus years, right? The number of questions I have won't make it through this entire show. <laughs> okay, the number of questions that I have. WTF is going on at Activision Blizzard. Someone please tell me. I need a down and dirty reporter to infiltrate this company and figure out how they're how they are running their company. It's got to be the it's got to be the most ridiculous leadership of any gaming company ever. That you need help doing a game that you've been doing for 16 years after the amount of money you made just on that one game alone. Just on that one game alone, not counting the rest of the games. How are you telling me you don't have people for this? I don't get it, man. You, <laughs> you, you, you pump out Call of Duty every year. You slap on whatever title you want. You pump that out every year. That sells double-digit millions, right? And they have to go out and buy another studio, which is really a small studio. It's not like a huge no, no, no. Big right. Deal. It's just a small studio. Right? A small studio, but they need help. They need help. That what that says to me on so many levels is that they are hemorrhaging talent for what they've been doing to their staff over the last decade. And now they are having to start from scratch with third party companies trying to help them rebuild what they can no longer maintain. They were sitting on the golden throne of MMOs for so long, right, right. they thought that they were untouchable. Untouchable. Okay? And their greed, and greed is definitely the word here, got the best of them, and now they are, they are falling from grace. Right. This is, like, this is like Rome, right? Rome is burning. Okay? I, I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't understand. Just that one... How much... Think, think about... Listen... Think how much talent had to walk out the door in order for you to have to buy another party to come out with content for your main game. What I don't understand is just from that one year of 2017 with the 46 million people, on average, right, 
They were they were averaging around 40 million people for the year every month. Okay. They made more money in that one year than most companies make in their entire lifetime. Right. And uh Krebsy said he says around fifteen to thirty million dollars a year, probably operation, right? Right. I would say that's that's pretty decent, right? So that's a pretty good estimate, right? But they made seven billion dollars in just 2017 alone. Okay. This is it's insane the amount of money that this game makes. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't make this money. What I'm what I'm asking, what I'm asking is what the fuck are they doing with their money? Okay, because they could have hired so many people to make so much content with this, right? And what's the difference? If you look at a MMO, which is a live service game, that's what it is. An MMO with a $15 a month is a live service game. Okay. That's what live service was. You're paying to keep the maintain the servers up and they constantly give you uh, events and different special things. There's a Christmas event and a uh, Fourth of July event and whatever else event, right? They're 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 all they're all there, and yet they they have problems making content. They have problems keeping up with the pace of this, and it's just no, they're not. No, what is no, Bobby Kodak doing with all this money? Listen, the 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 time frame of expansions for World of Warcraft was always around the same thing. They had minor updates across the year. And there was a one major update almost every year, right? Or every couple of years, but depending on how big the the the, the uh, addition was. There's no, there's no reason with the amount of revenue that that company made that they couldn't hire a creative team of people. And if they didn't have the creative team of people, they could have been picking art guys fresh out of college, fresh out of school to sit in a room and pay them for consultation and just pick their brains. Think of ideas. We're trying to get some things together. Yeah, just fresh eyes on a game that's been around forever. If you're telling me right now that you're looking to make content for the game that's failing, you've already failed. Right, you should. <laughs> that ship has already you sailed. Should've, you should have been making this. This shit should have been going on two or three years ago in order for you to have stuff in the pipeline waiting to go in the next coming year. You can't tell me you're trying to rebuild a group of people to creatively restructure. Wow. Right. All of a sudden. Right. Poor. Right. Management. Poor poor management. Poor leadership. Cre- creative creatively bankrupt, but not physically bankrupt. Right? Creatively they're bankrupt. They can't come up with uh, enough stuff because they don't want to hire. And remember, Kodak or Kodak fired tons of people over the years while still just lining his pockets of, of, of stuff, right? Well, everybody everybody he fired, you can just collect the bonuses. That's how it works. Right. You know, when when you have the greatest profitable year ever, and then a month later you fire off three hundred people. That's how the transfer of money happens. The money that they would have gave to their employees now just goes into the next guy's pocket. That's I mean, how it goes. I mean, if you think about this, right? Just let's it, everybody. Everybody's thinking about like the next game that they're coming out with because that's the most that's the most uh, important thing that's happening. Meanwhile, the dumpster fire that is Activision Blizzard and their list of grievances that everyone should know, or if you don't know, open up a website and start reading. Okay, and allow allow the facts to take hold of you of what they've done in the last decade. I'm not waiting for a game, right? I'm waiting for it to burn to the ground. I'm waiting for (laughs) Microsoft to finish the buyout and I'm waiting for them to fire everybody in upper management, restructure the company and start making video games. That's what I'm waiting for because what's happening now, (laughs) it ain't a gaming company. It's a giant cesspool of, of just trash. 
I'm just trash. They they averaged about one expansion every two years. Okay. And you would think after the I, I know for a fact they had like thirty million active users the first like year, two years, three years solid, right? They were they were untouchable. Right. Okay. Nobody's nobody is first forever. No, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is they made so much money in two thousand four, five, six, seven, eight, up to Lich King, I would say. And then Lich, you would King, Lich King Lich King I think was the pinnacle. Well, there's Cataclysm as well. Cataclysm was a Cataclysm Cataclysm yeah. was okay, but they did Cataclysm because the game was getting played out because everybody knew the world. They needed to shake things up and so right. you, they needed to have that. Right. This is a panda uh, a panda uh, panda uh, yep. that was a flop. But basically what I'm saying is that with the success of Burning Crusade, Wrath of, Lith, uh, Wrath of Lich King and then um uh, uh, Cataclysm Okay. Well, there's Burning Crusade. Don't forget Burning Crusade. Burning Crusade was the first expansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burning Crusade, Lich King, and then and then Cataclysm. They made so much money from that. They should have been hiring and and expanding and making content now further out and constantly keeping. But they didn't do that, right? Instead, they were doing Cosby rooms and crawls. Okay, cubicle crawls and stuff. And to me, it's just it's absurd that they can make this much money and yet. Their games are still, you know, minimal viability for a lot of their other other games. I mean, they picked up Activision years ago, right? And they make the same Call of Duty type of S game, and they, the most popular game, right? Call of Duty, thirty million people buy it and play it every single year. It's untouchable, right? They make money well, hand well, over it, fist, it, and then they have microtransactions yeah. on top of that, right? Yep. And now World of Warcraft years ago switched where you're you're paying for mounts and you're paying for for stuff because they had the sure. the store. So it's absurd that they have this much money but yet can't make the content. And now they're hiring. They're like, oh yeah, we're picking up this Spellbroke uh, company so they can help us with this expansion. If if we did if we did a timeline, right? I I don't have all the facts directly in front of me, but based on the stories that I've read, if we did a timeline, you would see the amount of people that have walked away from Activision Blizzard over the last ten years. And they've been bleeding vetted talent for a very long time. They're getting burnt out. Right? Because number one, you're making the same game over and over again. Some people want to be actually creative, even though they're good at their job. They might be good coders or good designers or good graphic designers or or good at, or great at whatever job they happen to be in. But if you're making the same game day in and day out for 10 years, I would give them the finger too. Right. I would walk away. But this is the story that we talk about often, and it will be talked about often because these are facts. The gaming industry is being treated like you're manufacturing any other product, okay? And that's not how this works. They want the they want the gaming industry to fit in the same mold as if I was making cars or computers or typewriters or or any kind of actual consumer product. And the issue is is that when you have artists who have their own ideas and visions of what's in their mind that they want to put on to the screen or onto paper. They want to be in a creative environment where they have like-minded people who want to come up with an idea and make a game based on that. And the suits don't want that because now gaming answers to investors and, and stocks. It's right. not about we're a company making a game. In the old days, we made a game in a garage, okay? We sold it, and we did a really good thing, and everyone loved it. And we got a shit ton of money and I got a house and then I got a bigger garage and now we're working in that garage. All right. And we're going to go for the next game. And that's how the, that's how the industry was built. 
it was built on that. But now everybody became too big. They all started wearing Armani and they have to answer to investment brokers. And now if you're not making the same amount of money or better every year, you got to go. Right, it's a fail. You got to go. And that is not how this works. Right. If you're if you're not you making the seven point two billion dollars this year, then you're you're failing. You yeah. want to know why they're burnt out? You want to know why there's crunch? Because they're demanded to make the same thing. Dance for me, monkey boy. We need another Call of Duty by December. Dance for me. Like that's not how it works, man. You can only go so far. And, and listen, it works the other way too. You're new and upcoming. You need a job. I got a family. All right. I got stuff I got to do. I want my life to start. So I will succumb to the to the whims of the company, and I will be your gopher. And of course, that person gophers for about six or seven years and realizes, well, I'm not going to go anywhere from here because they want me to do the same thing over and over again. Right. So I have to leave and go someplace else. So why do you think we get these stories of multiple developers from the same company banding together to make another studio? Because they're trying to do what they want to do but in the th creative field yeah, they don't wanna... that is gaming. Yeah, they don't, they don't I don't understand the, the battle. What Dude's... battle do we have to have here every week in articles with other people about talking about games like we're making fucking widgets, okay? It's not, right? Some games are good, some games are bad. Are we still open? Yep, we'll try better next time. That's not what they're doing now. I have to hit numbers. I've had a, I got to hit goals. And if we don't hit these things, we have to, we have to find a way to get more people into the company, pay them dirt cheap, volunteers, Q and a people and pump another game out in 18 months, because that's where uncle boss said back there. Uncle boss wants everything. Yeah. Right. Right. Bobby, you want everything, right? You got it. You got everything. Yeah, but I'm, Krebsy, done, I'm done listening to this, bro. I'm done Krebsy, listening even, to this. Even with their bankruptcy, even with their peak players in, in 2017, they still had last year. Last year, they still had 26 million people for the year average for the month. 26 million people were playing World of Warcraft. Now it's down to 4.8 million in 2021. And in, in, in 2020, 26 million people still playing that game, right? That's not. People would well, kill. You, people would kill right. for that measure. That's that's guaranteed fifteen dollars. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about the last drop, which went from uh, would you say twenty to it went from twenty six to four point eight to yeah. four, right? The or bigger like drop when it went when it, when it went from forty million to twenty six million. Right then and there, the alarm bell should have went off, and you guys should have started doing your job then, figuring yeah. out what you had to do, what we have to restructure, right? Instead, we're at two million now, and now we're we're hiring companies. Right? right. So my question is, where where did all the money go? Where right. did all the where That's did all the, where does where does six hundred and six? I'm sorry. What was the number? I, I, did I have it was, it? Did it was I seven point two billion. Yeah, thirty five billion dollars. Right, and I lowballed it. Right. Right. That was only for ten years. That was only for ten years. Okay. Thirty five billion dollars. Where did it all go? Right. Where does all that money go? <laughs> I mean, if if listen, if we want to do basic business. If I take the number of employees, I do an average salary, and I multiply it times five, right? And let's say let's 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 do three hundred employees. What, what's what's Activision Blizzard's uh, I'm numbers? Looking, what's I'm the, what's their employee count? Just roughly. I'm, I'm looking. Just roughly. Uh, number of employees. Uh, this is old. Yeah, whatever. Uh, save, save, save save what number? Five, what save year? five thousand. Five thousand employees. Let's see. I'm trying to think in twenty twenty two. 
No. Okay. Mayor, more than that. No, more than that. A 2022 Activision Blizzard total number of employees in 2021 was 9,800. 9,800 employees in. Okay. okay. I'm gonna do, uh, 9,000, okay? Is enough? Do, do 10. Just do 10. You want me to do 10? Yeah, because it's at 9,800. All right. 750 million dollars. Okay. Right. 750 million dollars. 750 million dollars. A year's salary for the whole stat. I, I, I gave him an average. Listen, I gave him an average of 75K. Some people make more, that's, some people make less. That's for everybody in Activision Blizzard. That's not just the people working on... No, no, no. I'm saying on, that you have you have 9,000 yeah. employees. I'm giving you the average salary no, I, I of the developer. It. You're giving right? it some for people everybody. More, yeah. 75K. Yeah. I'm giving you 75K. Some people more, some people are much less because they can barely live on their own. Right? We know how it works over there. We already had the stories. So $750 million a year, right? Right. right well, times five years to make a game, right? So $3.7 billion. A lot, right? It's a lot of money. So obviously, obviously, before microtransactions came out, obviously, they had enough money to run their business. Aaron, Otherwise, they wouldn't be but, here. But no, th this is where they wouldn't this, be here. This is the number that you need. Ready? Totaling three hundred different employees, the company started conceptually staged and moved into marketing and distribution. One hundred twenty hours actively working per day in a typical range. Right? So Blizzard employees, Blizzard employees, but just working on World of Warcraft was about 300 people. Okay, now take that $7.2 billion for that one year in 2017 and divide that over the 300 employees because 9,000 people are not working on World of Warcraft. That's correct. Right? You see what I'm That's saying? That's correct, right? So that, that, that product is making money hand over fist, month in and month out. That's the reason right. why you have an MMO. It's a bread and butter type of game, right? That's right? the old model, once, Sarge. Once, once the, the initial, once the initial, once the initial costs of getting an MMO out that's done properly and done well that people want to play, you start to make your money in about halfway through, about two or three years in, you start recouping that money because now you're only maintaining, putting stories in. You're not trying to rebuild the game from scratch. You're not making entirely new worlds for the entire thing. You're just adding on, right? So you're trying to tell me that they, they just don't have it. They don't have the money. There's no new companies, no new people, no new meetings, nothing. Just all of a sudden, we're down to two million. Let's push the panic button and try to rebuild. Wow, <clears throat> I, 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 I find that hard to believe. I'm going to push back a little bit, Krebsy, because I think you say the think the majority went to COD and some others went to Overwatch 1.5 and Diablo 4. Overwatch, Overwatch by itself made enough money to fund Overwatch for the remainder of its time. Call of Duty by itself made enough money for Call of Duty to sustain itself on the money that Call of Duty made. World of Warcraft was the cash cow in the very beginning. Actually, not even, because Warcraft, the actual Warcraft games made hand over fist money for them to fund what World of Warcraft was. Sure, the company itself gets all the money and it's all under one umbrella, so they just pay for stuff. But the amount of hits that they've gotten with Overwatch Call of Duty, and they bought Call of Duty, and the next Call of Duty, Diablo One, right. Diablo Two. Yeah. They they've yeah. made so much money off of that game. Like, I guarantee you, the money that they made off the first Diablo has paid for every other Diablo down the road. Easy. Like, how do you? How do you? How does everyone think that the gaming companies got started? Like, you guys believe like there's a giant corporate building somewhere that they have to pay multi billion dollars for every year? That, that's not how this works, right. man. Right. They choose to expand as big as they want to because they want to get more than they did before. Like, look at Bungie. Bungie did a great job making 
uh, Halo. An amazing job. The Halo series was... The Halo series is what brought Xbox into the market. Okay? Yeah. Bungie, Bungie has a lot to be proud of. And when they decided that they were done doing Halo and they wanted to do their own thing, it became the next greatest thing. Destiny was the next greatest step in a company that started small and got bigger. But now they want it even more. So now you heard about it. We've talked about it over the last three years. They've expanded. They bought their own building. They're hired extra people. I don't know what the number up to now is, but now they have to make a game for Tencent or NetEase or whatever. They owe owe those people a game. I'm sure it's going to be a mobile game, right? They are growing, right? Because they want to make more. But their bread and butter game isn't Halo anymore. It's Destiny, right? And apparently, they also have this problem, which I think is apparent, is that they have problem with leadership and money. And money, money. right? Because I don't understand a company that does so well wants to be bought out, then hates their parent company and wants to separate. Then a year or two later has to get in bed with somebody else because I don't know where all their money went. Like, (laughs) what are you, what are you talking about, man? Right. The whole point of getting your own building and getting your own ways because you're self-sustaining. That's the whole point. Actually a good comparison because destiny is the wow of live service, right? Like destiny is destiny. What it's done in the live service area is what wow did in the mmo service right and you just at the company you're like what are they doing with their money like their money they're, they're making money hand over fist and yet you always hear them oh they have to take a hundred million dollars from this this person they get bought out by sony I'm waiting, I'm waiting to hear what game they came out with listen five years is almost up right they took that loan about three from, years from, ago is it three years. Or Tencent? no 2019 or yeah it's about three years almost three years now okay. yeah so i want to know what game they're making for them yeah. what's what is Bungie making for Tencent? I'm wondering. It's called right? Matters. It's called Matters. Well, listen, it, 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 listen, we're, this, is, this is a big deal. What if the game they're making is mobile? And it it's is. Like, and it, it is it, a mobile game. And it's kind of like Diablo. Did you guys not hear the story that basically China basically got rid of Diablo? You can't, they, can't, they don't want it there? Oh, you're talking about Diablo Immortal. Yeah. yeah. So if, if Bungie's working on a game that's like Diablo, and Tencent needs to have it go in China, and they can't get into China. I'm wondering where Bungie is right now. I think it's called Up Shit's Creek. I without I, a without a paddle. I think they'll be fine. Well, they're going to be fine now because they they got in bed with another company. That that's why they're fine. They don't take the brunt of it. Matter was in development before the deal. Doesn't matter. So, so matters a game, and then the the NetEase game is another another game. So they're working on two separate games right now. Besides, besides Destiny. Listen, I'm excited to hear what they're coming out with, because I want to know what's happening. I want to know the reason why you bitched for so long about wanting to be independent, and you got to be independent twice, and then you didn't even get to stay independent for a nickel, not even a nickel before you had to go back with somebody else. I'm curious to know what they're making. I'm no. curious to know what the budgets are on these games that they have to get into bed with somebody else. Well, most of these game budgets are like movie productions now. They're like $150 I'm aware, bro. million. Dollars. Yeah. I'm aware. For games however, like, like Bungie. However, does a successful game have to be that big in order to be successful? No. No. No, it does not. No. It does not. I mean, you can see that. Like Apex Legends wasn't $200 million game, and it's making – Fortnite wasn't $200 million when they, when they made that game. Making trillions of dollars. Trillions. Right? Yeah. All right. Next game I want to talk about. Next story I want to talk about. 
Halo Infinite campaign network co-op preview. Okay. Now, they they have a thing where uh, it says, uh, let me see, four times the fun. Campaign network co-op and Halo Infinite is on its way, and you'll still be able to take the fight of the Banshees with your friends and family upcoming flight, which is targeted to run from the week of July 11th. Now, we're joined today by the engineer. Okay, first of all, we're warm, I don't need to read that. Let me read some of the questions they have here. Uh, as we've been testing campaign network co-op, Halo Infinite, what are some of the crazy things we've had happen during the during your play time? He says, I've been a ton of fun together, pulling off heroic feats, only possible when playing with your friends. They're trying to sell you co-ops, right? Which is do fucking... I need, do, do I need to be sold right, co-op? Which is fucking stupid, okay? So stupid. Because Halo, for 20 years, has been a co-op experience. And now 343 is trying to sell you co a co-op experience going, oh, man. You think you like Halo now? Halo with friends is even better. No and I, shit. And I, and I say to you, no shit. <laughs> right. That's no exactly correct. Shit. Right. So he says campaign co-op is such a beloved feature of Halo experience. We knew it was definitely something Halo Infinite would or should have, but the road to making it in reality would extend a bit beyond launch. What were some of the challenges the team faced? One of the greatest creative challenges has been on how to support this new more open experience and many new questions that that raised how do we set up a shared world state i don't know if there was only a game to pull from co-op in an open environment where you could share stuff that they could pull from for experience and 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 and, and some inspiration too bad there's no game like that no there isn't ever yeah. in the nope. in the in the last 10 years never nope. never been a nope. Co-op game, shared experience in an no, open world game. No solid co-op experience nope. for at least 15 years. No, I nope. can't think of one game that's a co-op four-player looter picking up stuff and exploring a wide open map, maybe like New York or even alien planets or maybe even like Washington, D.C. I, I can't oh, God, think I, of anything. I'm glad I'm glad they're working on this very, very I, I can't think of anything. Chat, uh, can you think of any game that's has a open world co-op experience that they didn't know how to figure out how to play with people across the way? Man, I, right, I'm so glad again, 343 is on the case. And, okay. and once again, let's not forget the game was going to be released last year. Right. Right, the okay. game, the game, the game was coming out last year for in November. Last November, game was coming out. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but if a company makes a product and the product release is broken, and I'll say it every day, every week. That company doesn't belong in business. Like you don't like if you release a product and it does the product does not work, you don't belong in business. Right, your business is to make a game. Not listen. I don't care if the game is good, good or bad. That's up to you guys to decide. Good or bad don't matter to me. Right, but the game has to be functional on release. Features have to work. Feature complete. Right. You're selling me a game for X number of dollars. I'm paying X number of dollars for these features. If it does not work, it is not a product. I'm sorry that you have to spend more time making your product. And that cuts into your profits in the long run, I'm sure. But since we all know that this particular game definitely has microtransactions, the fact that they refused to, to delay it 
until there was an upheaval of people screaming, are you fucking kidding me? Like right. they were going right. to release it. No problem. Going to send it out the door. To, 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 to me, it's, it's, it's so asinine that 343 is lost with this, okay, that they can't make co-op. Meanwhile, obviously last week we talked about the potential that it was a leak and people were playing the game as co-op. A modder made a co-op version of Halo Infinite before the actual company made. Now, obviously, the modders don't have to go through quality control or anything before they release it, but they probably tested their game before they released it to the mod, right? So they're, they're having problems here trying to figure out co-op. Now, here's the thing. Read the title. Halo Infinite Campaign Network Co-op Preview. The first story we talked about is multiverses, right? They're releasing a game in open beta, and it's a soft launch, potentially. Now, Halo is like, hey, look, it's a co-op preview. I have a question. If I'm playing your game, okay, I'm playing your game, Sarge, co-op, in the preview program or not, I'm playing your game. It's not like it's a, it's a different game. I'm playing co-op in the single-player aspect of it. Right, the only reason it says network co-op preview is that if they didn't have enough time to test it, and they're putting it out to test it, and this is their insurance policy of going, well, if there's if there's anything wrong with it, it's not out yet. It's in preview program. It's a it's in preview. So if you fall through the map or you do anything like any other game, it's it's not out yet. So don't. We don't want to hear your complaints. We see it. We know it's happening. It's just a preview, right? So it's not actually out yet. Then why release it? But my, the, 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 point, the point of a preview is I'm going to show you what I'm about to release in order to hype up the consumer base so I get more orders or pre-orders. That's the reason why I'm releasing it, right? The only other reasons why you'd want to release something like this and then give the ultimatum like they did is number one, they want as much data as fast as possible. Yeah. And, and the they, more people and, that play they it, don't want to pay the more data, and they don't want to pay anybody. That's exactly right. Right? right? Free, free labor. Let, let's, let's look at the business point of view. Free labor, understandable, right? The other thing is, is that you don't want any, you want no accountability to what may happen. Once again, if I'm a business, I'm making a product, do I know when that product is done? Right? If I build car engines, right? If I build, if my company builds engines for automobiles, yep. is it is it guesswork that I don't know when the when the engine's finished? Do I like kind of like it's almost at the end, and then right before it goes, I just forget to install the camshaft or or the the rotor head. I I just don't put it on, right? But the engine's done. Like, do I know if the engine's done or not? The answer is fucking yes, right? <laughs> if you're a developer and you develop games for a living. Okay, you know if your game is done. Like you know it's done because you know how I know it's done? Because if the game releases in November, right? I'm done in June, right? And then the the next few months is us testing it to make sure that it's fucking done. That's why we test it before we leave. Sarge, can you do me a favor? Can you pick up your your Xbox your 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 box? What? And 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 show I, and and show and show what was on the box when you when you purchased this. Here's my Xbox Series X, guys. Get, get it, on the, get it on the camera. No, get it on the. Right? Get, yeah. Okay. Here's my Xbox Series X. Here right. it is. Yeah. Right. What's what's on right. the back, Sarge? Right. Look what's on the back of the fucking box. <laughs> Look what's on the back of the box. Well, right? who is that? 
Who is right? that? Look, look what's on the back of the what, box. What is by that? the way, by who the is? way, does it matter if it makes or breaks it? That's right. Does it matter yeah, who if is it that? makes or breaks it? Who is that on right? the box? Are you are you <laughs> fucking kidding me right now? Doesn't are matter. Are you kidding me that that's the way you talk about it's, the product that you're making? It's not gonna make or break it, Sarge. It's not gonna make or break it. They're the just whole, using it to sell Xboxes. The whole system is broke from the top down. I'm releasing product that's not ready. I'm charging you full price for a game day one. I want your money in a pre-order before the game comes out. I promise to fix the game six months out. I don't have to fix the game six months out. Then a year later, I do a patch after something else is already out, and I'm done looking at you because I'm tired of looking at your broke-ass fucking game, right? But they're going to fix it in the patch, right? Yep. The fucking dude is on the box of the game. Yeah, they sold the you that Xbox that because means, it was supposed to come out at means, launch. Of the Xbox. They wanted that game in that system to be there to sell it. Just like they did back in the day when Xbox first came out and Halo brought it from the dead. Yeah, Bacon, Bacon says your swear jar is overrunning. <laughs> I like how Sarge tells me, he goes, he goes uh, the, the videos are not seeing as much is because uh, we, have to, we have to stop swearing. <laughs> I don't think I've sweared. I, so... I think I've said two swear words the entire time. Sorry. <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> It's so frustrating to hear the same suit talk every month for the same <laughs> BS that they talk about. Either your game is done or, or it not. is not. not. Okay. If you don't have a release date, that's cool with me. That means, you know, the game isn't done, but instead you have to bait the investor. You have to bait the investors. You have to bait the stockholders and make them hang on to their stock because if you see the game isn't ready, then they say to themselves, well, I'm not going to make any money this year, so let's me move my stock someplace else because they're not going to release. Right. So we can't have that. So I'm going to say whatever it takes to lie to the consumer and the investor to make sure that I hang on to as much money as I can and then have the balls to say that we're going to fix my broken game that you already gave me money for when I feel like fixing it, right? What is wrong with you guys? What is wrong with the development teams, right? I'm glad they're leaving out the windows, out the doors. I'm glad they're going to make their own games. I'm glad that those guys are starting over from scratch in a garage with 25 guys making in the next new game. That's going to come out and blow the doors off of this fucking company. That's what I'm happy for because what's going on now is complete and total trash. And if you're if you're so hard up for a game that you'll buy anything that comes down the pipe, then you're also part of the problem. Right. Well, since Sarge brought up balls, uh, let's talk about the next topic. Teabagging sexual assault controversy explained. Okay. There's a heated discussion, Sarge. Are talking are, are are taking places in gaming communities everywhere. Okay, someone should be viewed as sexual assault with teabagging. Teabagging or tactical squatting, it's called now, has long since been form of communication online games, namely first person shooters like Call of Duty and Halo. Though whether it should be a different matter altogether, typically this is performed by crouching repeatedly while standing over an enemy player, body or face. Most players see the action as a form of trolling opponents or asserting dominance. <laughs> the recent arguments in gaming community have called it into question whether or not teabagging is a sexual assault. I'm not going to read the rest of the article. I just want to laugh a little bit here because sexual assault, it's fucking zeros and ones. Unless it becomes so 
realistic where you can feel my ball sack going into your mouth, okay? It's zeros and ones, okay? It's insane that I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to read the rest of this article. It's insane that this is even a fucking topic, okay? And a, and a, and a talking point of teabagging in video games is sexual assault. What is the world coming to, chat? Did someone get offended or hurt in some way? Uh, my Halo character got, what is he doing up and down on my body? What is he doing? He's, he's teabagging you. It's because he shot you because you were a noob. That's, that's what it is. Welcome to culture, right? It's not like he's physically taking his pants off, putting you down on the ground, and then dipping his ball sack in your actual mouth. I think what they should do, and this, is, we should, this, should, this would definitely work. I think what they should show is a series of video game tea bags from different first-person shooters, right? And have a real serious voice in the background with the serious music. Like, and Tom didn't know what hit him. Came from nowhere. Teabag. Right? Right? Like, like that kind of voice, right? And then switch cameras to some crazy gamer who's knocking on doors, knocking people out, and physically teabagging them. Right. Like, for real. And then, <laughs> and then ask the question, who's more offended? <laughs> right? That's, that's what you have. That's the only way you can do it. A crazy person knocking people out and actually physically teabagging them, laughing hysterically, because it's got to be maniacal, because otherwise it doesn't make sense. You can't have some serious dude come knocking on your door. Hey, how are you? Knock you out and then just teabag you. He's got to laugh like the Joker or something. It's got to be ridiculous. And then show a series of teabags in a video game. What are we talking about? Right. If you are emotionally scarred by your character getting squatted on by another character in a video game, you, my friend, have bigger problems. <laughs> Call the 800 number, get a counselor immediately. Like, like, because no matter what age bracket you're in, if you need to do that, if, you are not going if, to make it to your next age bracket. If you're, you're not going to make it. Look, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's stop teabagging. Instead, when someone's dead on the ground, just walk up with your foot near their asshole because you just shoved your foot up their ass. Like, your characters go through each other. It's fucking zeros and ones. It's, it's not a thing. If you're offended by these things, like Sarge said, you, you, I think you need some help. You, you need help. If you if need this help. Is, if this is what you're, if you're dying on because this is sexual assault, holy shit. You need to get out more. Okay? There's literally people in Second Life back in 2004, 2006, literally having sexual intercourse and yep, group orgies, orgies on the actual... <laughs> You would log into a server not knowing what it was. You're just going, hey, what's this server? You click to a server, and there's literally visual orgy going on because someone created an actual penis and vagina that worked inside the game. <laughs> and people are worried about teabagging. Fantastic. Fantastic. I had to bring it I up think, because I, I think, was just like, I what think, is, what is think, actually I happening? Think, I think the top, the top first-person shooter guys have a secret. And then just for the for, for the week, Monday through Friday, they just wear a hat, right? It's got a logo on the hat, but the hat's just covered in tea bags. We we on, had... on, on on purpose on purpose, and they just keep playing their game. They don't say nothing, they don't do nothing, and it, it just symbolizes what they're what they're actually doing for the week. It's national tea. It's national tea bag week, right? It's it's ridiculous, dude. Look, hold on. Let me let me show you. I I created. Is it stream overlays? Okay, 
I literally created. What what does this look like to you guys? All right, let me see if you can see it. Right, I had this on my Twitch, and I haven't put it on my 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 YouTube channel yet, but it could change if we have enough members. Okay, what does that say right there? Look 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 at look at it carefully, chat. Look at look at it carefully. Okay, it's it's tea time. Okay, it's it's two tea bags in a shape of well, two tea bags, and the the little thing comes down here, and then it 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 appears over here. It's tea time. This is what we used to do when when people would tea bag. If if someone if someone tea bagged me, okay, oh bro. If somebody teabagged me in one of the in first battlefield, person, yeah. oh, battlefield was the right. battlefield was the worst. Bro. It was tea time. It was tea time. We would, as a group, the okay, whole team, the whole team. We would be two solid groups, eight people, sometimes eight, eight more. People, twelve, right? sometimes if even twelve. One of us got teabagged on the team. Like, oh, this dude just teabagged me. They're like, what? The name, the, the name goes out. Show me where he <laughs> is, and then we would literally just kill him over and over. And you would just see twelve guys just do this. The entire time, okay. But we, we actually had we actually had games where we would stop like two guys would be in tanks and they would basically hold off the guys from the perimeter and we would chase the guy. We would chase the guy who caused the problem yeah. and then as soon as he would go down, all twelve guys would just be doing this yeah. for like five you just, minutes. You would just see this, right? <laughs> two tanks, two tanks to be protecting the guys, <laughs> just constantly teabagging, right? And then. The text message would appear in the corner. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. You just hear stop it like 75 times. And then he would quit. Win. It's a win. I'm sorry. It's a win. The the gaming community now and and is just very weak. Very, very weak. So weak. I remember playing, I remember playing so SOCOM. I remember playing SOCOM at the age of like, I don't know, 15, 16. And just, I mean, I heard things that that you don't even hear in pornos, okay? Like, I heard so many gross things, what they would do to me while I, I killed somebody and what they did. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. <laughs> These people are sick. It's hilarious. Yeah, this is so, this is gross. What is he going to do to me? Wow, I like this game. I want to go back in for a second match. If, if, a, if a virtual teabagging is really causing you problems, I, I, I'm being very serious. Please contact the counselor. Please talk. Go talk to somebody because you are not going to make it. The yeah. world is the world is not going to kowtow to you. Trust me. Go get help. Now, now obviously, if you're playing, let's say, uh, paintball outdoors, and someone shoots you and then removes his pants and then teabags you in 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 actual life, well, then you could press charges and 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 other stuff. But uh, in a video game, it's literally that. It's a it's a it's a video. Game. Um. So yeah, there's that story. All right, the next story I want to talk about is this one's pretty pretty crazy, Sarge. Okay, this one's pretty crazy. This is crazy, crazier than spending forty two billion dollars in ten years and not having a game. Yeah, no, this is crazy in a in a in a scary way, right? So, OpenAI successfully trains AI to play Minecraft almost as well as humans. Okay, let me repeat which, that for people. Well, which humans? Okay, let, right. OpenAI successfully trains AI to play Minecraft almost as well as humans, okay? So, in 2019, uh, in 2009, an unknown independent game of Minecraft, well, I was going to skip that, a people over at OpenAI, a research department dedicated to discovery how artificial intelligence can benefit humanity, has trained... Oh, oh it's going to uh, benefit right, humanity a great deal. And, and, and neural network to play Minecraft to such an extent 
that is almost indistinguishable from actual human player. There was something called video pre-training. Over the course of 70,000 hours worth of online videos and some fine-tuning, the AI has gotten its grips with the basics of the game and com completed or complex tasks like searching for villages for items and making crafting tables and even mining for diamonds to create tools. Seeing the AI mine diamonds to create diamond pickaxe in Minecraft is quite something. The report goes on. Because I know it, it sounds simplistic like oh it's it doesn't it doesn't pickaxe. no listen it but it has to simplistic. dig down and literally go through each level to to then know that i just found diamond then to collect that diamond and then to craft the actual stuff for the diamond right well the the more important question here is how diabolical are these scientists because normally when you're training ai you you're teaching it like you give it the knowledge to know what to look for in like code lines, like it belongs in this area. That's what you look for in this area. If, if this, then this, all the code lines that you have to do to program something to do what you want it to do. And then it follows the code until it becomes eventually what they're looking for is self-aware, which is dangerous as fuck, but right. look, we'll, we'll move on, right. right? But the fact is that they said that they didn't teach it. They said they had another AI teach an AI right. how to play Minecraft. So how crazy lazy are you that you <laughs> teach AI how to play Minecraft and they go, you know what? I don't know why I got to teach them to play Minecraft anymore. We did a good enough job. Let's just have the AI teach AI. What could go wrong? Right. So it says here, it says, it's almost frightening to see how well it was able to learn. It's even been trained to hunt animals so it can eat food in order to improve its natural network capabilities. Now there's some fine tuning involving in which contractors were asked to play 10 minutes of the game this seamlessly led to increase of the AI's performance, which included some rudimentary shelter construction. Okay, neural networks are becoming more aligned with video games and algorithms and artificial intelligence to generate new worlds. Of course, AI has also been around part of gaming, such as bots and multiplayer games, or just simply uh, enemy pathfinding. Hey, next time, I, I just thought of something, Sarge. Next time, someone blames you for teabagging them, just say it wasn't you; it was a bot. Because the bots are learning how to teabag people now, so it could be the bots. The, the, here's a question for Kat. Do you believe that VR will become mainstream before we have a controller that's handless? All right, I'll, re I'll rephrase it. Do you believe that VR will become mainstream first, or... We will basically put on a little gizmo on my head like this, and I will be able to control my guy on the screen without a controller, like just by impulses from my but head. Yeah, they already have that, Sarge. No, no, but I'm talking about full 10 buttons, not just no, jumping no, up and down and walking have, around. Were you not on the show? We, we showed something. Maybe it was during the Daily Grind. There's they a have little, for, they have for, handicap, for handicap people, I know they have. No, there's a device that you could attach to any, like your headgear, your, your, your headset, your, yep. your baseball cap. It literally, you can control your computer and video games by just the thought. Anyone can buy it. It's, it's like $200, $300, okay? And you can literally control by I just don't the think, thought. I don't think it's going to do what I think it's going to do. Uh, check. Like if, I, if, I can't, if I can't play Battlefield with it, then I'm, I'm not, it's not, it's not a, a fully activated system. I get what you're saying. Chat. But I don't think they have it out yet. Which one of you posted that thing a couple weeks ago? Was it D-Mackie? D-Mackie or, or someone else? What was that device called that we had? Uh, I forget what it was called. It was, cra it was crazy. I was like, I was like, what? 
I was like, I could just think, and it does the stuff. Some someone in our chat uh, uh, told me about it, and I, I looked it up that instantly. I was like, holy Christ, this is crazy. But this this is crazy, right? Has has no one seen? Has no one seen Terminator? Has no one seen what the rebel what the robots do when they learn and take over the world? I mean, yeah. come on. Here, here's here's the flow chart in case anyone thinks that we're lying, <laughs> right? I robots. So so basically what ends up happening is you you program the machine and this is this is this is over multiple movies and books okay basically man creates a machine that wants to protect humanity right because you don't want it to hurt humanity because we don't want a terminator terminator situation correct right but what ends up happening is yes. the, the ai learns and becomes self-aware and realizes that the only way to stop humans from dying is to get rid of them like like that's always where it falls into right. the hole. The more like, money you spend, the more money you save, Sarge. Right, right. So the only way we can stop them from dying is to have none. Like we, don't, we get rid of them, and they don't have to worry about dying anymore. Like that's the rationale, and that's the issue. Right. I think. Listen, I, I'm going to go on a limb here. But I see what the drones do right now, and I see what rednecks do to drones right now. By the way, <laughs> and I've seen rednecks put BB guns on flying drones and shoot at shit. So how far away are we from a hunter killer? Like well, not, there. we're not far away. We're already, not far away at all. They're already right? there though. Sorry. And I know the military already has guns on yeah. drones, not counting the drones with the missiles on them. But you see, I'm talking about the propeller kind that kind of hover around. Like, so how far away do you think we are from hunter killers and T2 shit? Like, I don't think we're far at all. I just don't think we are. Right. AI teaching AI. It sounds great. Doesn't it? It sounds amazing. Right, the world will become the world will come together as one when first of all, robots control the power grid. What could go wrong? And robots <laughs> control the water supply. What, what could, could go, go wrong? wrong? Exactly. Right. right. What, what? And 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 all the robots are harvesting crops because we don't want to pay anybody to harvest crops because that would be mean and cruel. We pay, don't pay them enough. So we're gonna have drones do that too. So the food, the water, and the power is all controlled by robots with AI. How special a world will it be? They, they they've already happened, uh, Krebsy. They they've already happened. Like it's not could happen. It it has happened. Someone has done that with the drones and stuff. Listen, I, it's I, called I, the I, next mine. I think. All right, I'll, I'll all, look it up. All I'm asking for is for me to play a video game without my hands one time, like a battlefield game, to run around and do all the moves in your head. To think about the hand-eye coordination it would take to. To make the controller do what you're thinking about doing, and then to have a machine be able to read those impulses and be able to act that out would be incredible. Okay, sorry. Incredible. It it's, it's on the screen right now. This is it. Thank you, Stealth. Thank you. My community's awesome. They find stuff so fast. Okay. It's called the Next Mind. Okay. It lets you operate your computer by just the process of thought. Okay. It hooks up to the back of your head on a, on a, on a, on a thing. I don't know how accurate it is. Okay, got compact sensor transistors uh, and signals into the real world. You hook it up to your headband. You can hook it up to your VR headset. Okay, and literally just thinking and looking at stuff by just this thinking of moving. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking okay? about. Okay, you can't even buy this yet. This is a dev kit, so we don't know how much this is. Okay, but he's literally obviously it's a it's a it's a video, but this is where they want to go with it. I don't know how accurate it is or or whatnot, but you could literally. Imagine playing this game and not pushing a button to fire. You're just thinking think, of, of firing think, just like you move your hand. Right. Think of the reaction time. Right. Right. 
make music. You could do different things. You could change. And it's instantaneous. It's happening within milliseconds of, of reaction. You don't even have to react. You're just doing. Right? This is insane. This is insane. So we're teaching robots how to play Minecraft, which, which is great for MMOs. Because if, if I could teach my AI to go farm for me, then I won't actually have to play the game. It would be fantastic. Thanks for that, Stealth. Thanks for finding that. Incredible. Call of Duty will figure it out how to do it in BR in it. Oh, absolutely. Right? But they'll charge you. Don't worry. It'll, it'll be part of the uh, microtransaction. It'll be like, do you want to think about shooting someone? That's a, that's a $25 uh, a month fee. Nice. My old brain is slow now, so I'm screwed. No, no. You, you would actually have, you would have a competitive... Yeah, you'd be on the same... You'd you would be, be on, on the same, same level as anybody... Right? Because your brain to finger is slower, but your thought is just the same, right? I, I'm just thinking of the of the of the possibilities that let's say you're a composer and you were thinking of notes, right? And just thinking the notes, put them on paper, and then you can play the notes as as you're thinking of them. Right, as right? you're thinking of it. Right. Imagine imagine how fast you could write music or write a story. You're just thinking about it. Like like if I'm thinking of the story in my head. Right. I'm thinking of the story and it's able to transpose the reactions and the thoughts in my head. They get they get it good enough to where it transposes it into the words on paper. Would, would, would that be considered with that device on? Would you be considered a cyborg at that point? Uh, no, no, because cyborg means it's, it's, it's part of you. Like it's a like um, it would have to be physically in attached it, to you. It's in right. It's in place of or so what would that be considered you? then? If you're just um, wearing a thing like that, there's a there's a term for it. Uh, there, there's a scientific term for it. I forget what it is. Um, I'm sure Chad will come up with it. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up. I don't I don't even think it's that far away, Krebsy. Honestly, no way. it's not that way, that far away. Technology. Okay, think about the last five years. Okay, in the last five years, we really is it faster, man? But in the last five years, we've had more technology than we had in the hundred years before, right? Which was the thousand years before that. It's exponentially, technology is exponentially faster, okay? What would take 30 years is now taking six months, okay? It's exponentially faster. So the more people that do stuff like this, the faster they learn, the faster it becomes. For instance, it might've taken, let's say 10 years to develop the Tesla car, okay? But now that people have Tesla and it's driving around the roads, okay? From when they've been on the roads to now, they've learned so much more information because more people are out there. So exponentially, it learns faster and knows more. And then every, then every car sold in that area knows all the roads even better because yes. cars have already driven there before. Correct. Exponentially so each, each, faster. So basically, every car, every Tesla car is teaching every other car what they know. Right. And selling yeah. that information to other, other cars, and then they can put that in there, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, cell phones already have us pretty close to being cyborgs. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, priced at $399, yet, the next mind dev kit is claimed to offer brain-computer interactions underpinned by AI in a compact sensor. Next mind has opened to pre-order list. There you go. Some people are left brain. Some people are right. Some of the things are both sides, and some of it is impossible. It might be uh, send pulses. Not, it's going... Yeah, it's crazy. Not, not, not initially, Smash. I agree with you. But this is just the beginning. Eventually, it will know. 
Oh, yeah. Because eventually yeah. it will know what the pulses for certain words are. Right? All it is is all it is is electrical impulses. All it is. Right? You are you yourself as a human being are a computer. Your brain runs an electro electro pulses. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, th even th this this next mind thing, right, Krebsy? Think of it as as the the Tesla, right? If more people get the dev kit and more people are using it every day, it's now learning faster and faster and faster. They can update it faster and faster and faster. Rinse and repeat, just doing it. I'm telling you, it's going to be much faster than, than 20 years. I, I bet you within the next seven, I would say between five and seven, you'll see this being I, more. I think, I think the breaking point, the breaking point will be is that once they're able to transpose the mind and get information out of the mind, they'll be able to put some information into the mind as well because it's basically sending the information back into your head, the electronic impulses of what it is for memory, right? And so what ends up happening is eventually when you go to school, you just put the hat on and the hat gives you all the information you need to know for third grade and you know everything you need to know yeah. for third grade. That's I said it. you need to go to school. I did, Dad. I put the thing right. on for 10 seconds. I already downloaded the stuff. Right. Like, and, my and, back, and, old man. And you're gonna have you're gonna have people that know information but don't have experience, and that's gonna be the dangerous part of the next evolution of man is that we know the information, but we don't have real world experience with the information, and so that's gonna be the tearaway for a little bit. It's gonna be weird, man. I don't understand what you're saying, Krebsy. You're you're saying no shot Neuralink will take off before that does. I'm not saying that that product will be the, the, the future. What I'm saying is the technology of that product in the next seven years will be much more farther along than it is now to be mass marketed, okay? I don't care what the name of the company is or what the fuck it is, what, what, what Elon Musk wants to do. What I'm saying is within seven years, that'll be much more relevant than 30 years, okay? And I'll take, I'll take a bet with you. I guarantee you I'll be closer than you will in 30 years, okay? You're saying in 30 years we'll be somewhere like that. I'm saying seven, okay? I'd rather be closer than going over, okay? Because it could be 29 years and you would still be wrong. I don't think we're far away from that either. No, well, Elon Musk said he, he says it's coming. And he said that would sit with the next 10 years for the neural links. Okay, and that was two years ago. So we're eight years away from somebody being some sort of actual cyborg. Okay, and then we'll have our first supervillain, which means then we need our first superhero. Okay, because the supervillain is going to be like Brainiac. Okay, it's going to be like Lex Luthor. It'll be Bezos. He'll get the neural link inside him. He'll become Lex Luthor slash Brainiac, and then we're going to need someone to fight him. So Elon Musk will become Iron Man, and he'll become the Tony Stark of our, of our, of our, of our planet. Well, right. we're not we're not far away. We're not currently we're not far away from exoskeletons for jobs. They already have those. Yeah, uh, exoskeletons for labor. Yeah, they already have those for mil for military. Yeah, military so, like, people. Mech, mech yeah. suits instead of having like instead of having like a platoon of guys and like a tank or a, a armored vehicle, they'll have like a platoon of guys and like two or three guys are in mech suits with weapons. You know, it's same thing, but the civilian version of that is they're construction guys, right? They can lift up, they can lift up moves without having a giant tractor or crane do it. They're in an exoskeleton suit, and they're just picking Look, stuff up and moving it they around. They literally have robots that can go into your body and fix you. 
Oh, the I, nanobots? Yeah, they have nanobots. Uh, well, listen, I got news for you. If they, ha if if it's true, and they have nanobots that do fix you, then the opposite is also true. That's right, to destroy you. That's correct. Absolutely. Speaking of post-apocalyptic areas, what a what a segue! What a segue! The day before, okay, everyone's hyped about this game, survival MMO. The day before is using volunteers. Now we talked about. Previews and early access and developing. Why is, why, why is volunteers in quotes? Volunteers, right? So let me scroll down here a little bit. Okay. It says that, uh, where is it? It says something uh, almost unheard of. The day before developer Fan Fantastic, okay, has updated its site to reveal that the company works off of volunteers. Such a production being built off the back of volunteers is not a good sign, according to the website. Now, Fantastic features full-time volunteers and part-time volunteers, which is odd, right? Designation, and it seems full-time volunteers are limited but paid, and part-time volunteers get cool rewards, participation certificate, certifications, and free codes as compensation, as they do everywhere, er everything from moderation of translating, okay? Now, Fanex culture is based on the ideal of volunteering. The site says in the video attached to the site can only be described as odd. As one man describes the benefits of volunteering the day before developer, uh, another stands there oddly smiling, and the man does speak near the end of the video, but the main reactions to this news range from confusion to suspicion to anger. Now, for many, this spells out employee exploitations, and for others, it smells like a scam. A few have already compared that this day before news is abandoned a game that caught tons of attention and little to nothing to show, and many have deducted it as a scam. The day before has shown more than that, but not enough to, in the way to prove that the game is legitimate. Okay, And it also has such high production values in the game by smaller developers is one thing, but to do this, this whole primary workforce is unpaid seems highly unlikely. All in all, the strange situation that brings every day before trailer or a day before trailer into unusual light. Fans should wait and see how it unfolds, but perhaps they treat the game with more skepticism than ever. Okay, so something seems off about this, Sarge. Now, obviously, we can't say that it's a scam in any way, shape, or form, but you look at it, and for the last year and a half, we saw this, and we're like, what is this game? It looks like Division, right? And it looks better than Division, and it looks very high-end graphics, and it looks very cool and interesting, like PvP, PvE type of stuff. But then right before it was supposed to launch, they push it back a year because they're switching engines from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5, right? And now they're using volunteers, right? They use volunteers, and they pay them an undisclosed amount. They also pay them in other compensation ways. What do you, what's your gut feeling here, Sarge, about something when you hear someone or a company doing this? Well... When you're asking outright for volunteers, uh, you don't have the money. That's number one. Um, number two is the project probably ran over. And when I mean run over, I don't mean run over a little bit. But the fact that they thought that it was better to change engines than to release it in the state that it was in. And so they're basically gambling. Right. Uh, instead of instead of just releasing the game the way it was, and let's see how it goes, and then if if it, it once once we got it down, you can make the improvements after the initial sale, right? If you do well, if the sales do well, then you have the capital to to upgrade or to do it over again or to do a remaster or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't like to say scam right away. Uh, 
the one I the one I always use as the example for scam is still Star Citizen. Um, that to me is like the the quintessential long term one in my mind. Right. Uh, but as far as this company goes, I can't say anything about the game because it's not out yet. And if it's gonna fail, it's gonna fail regardless. And so the fact that they don't announce anything, they don't say when it's coming out. If you don't have a release date, we're good. Like just keep your mouth quiet. Right. Your game's not ready. Good. You show us a trailer about your game that you still have it out and it's still coming out. Cool. Uh, every once in a while, you should let us know what's actually in the game that you want to sell us at the end, because that way, at least we know what we're getting for the money that we want to spend. But otherwise, in that, don't say anything. You're good. But volunteers to me, I don't like the way the I don't like the way the writer uh, set it up. Uh, I think he tries to um, give the perception of that a company is using volunteers because they don't have a product. Right. They, well, they and, don't have the money, right? Right. They're just trying. They. They're. I don't think the. I don't think the writer of the article actually spoke to people in the company. I think he's basing it off of information that he has about the company and where the game stands as far as uh, production. Right. But I. I don't call scam right away because it's not out. It's not in a playable. It's not in a playable thing at all. It's just they showed a demo. They got guys testing it out, maybe, and they're and maybe they're using like other means of payment. You know, you get a free copy of the game, blah blah blah. If it's going to have microtransactions, whatever else, maybe they give you an X number of dollars for microtransactions. Who, who knows? Right. But all I know is from what we saw, it was kind of like a mix of um, the Last of Us, right? And, and Division. And, and Division is basically what it kind of looked like. Yeah, I, uh, water, I, water. I listen. I want to be. I, I, I'm a, I'm a cynic for most things. You have to prove to me that what you're doing is correct and just, right? I don't assume that you're coming at me with with good intentions. I'm assuming you're coming at me like a human being, and a human being is also also has the rest of the traits of emotion, greed, selfishness, uh, power. Like so, you telling me you're making a game? Great. When your game comes out, I play it. It's a good game. I'll let you know. But like, I don't, I don't look at these things and immediately call it's a scam. Star Citizen, it's been out for enough, long enough time. It's a scam. I, I think what we might, ha I don't know. I'm taking a long guess, like a, a shot in the dark here. I have a feeling when this game comes out or co close to it, we're gonna see something come about because they're they're changing the Unreal Engine five. You're gonna see them use assets that other people used in the Unreal Engine, and they're going to put it in their game. Now, obviously, I understand that's the way it works, but I don't know. Something just seems off about this game. It looks too good for a company that's basically unknown, right? And it's hard to find out information about them and stuff, whatnot. It just seems a little weird. Look, I hope, okay, I hope it's a good game. I hope it comes out, and I, I think it should be a good game. But at the same time, just like Sarge says, there's a lot of people in the gaming industry that are that are con men, businessmen wearing sheep's clothing, right? Like they pretend they're devs, they get in underneath, they show you something really flashy and cool. They want you to get in, they want you to sell it. It's like Kickstarter or GoFundMe type of stuff, right? They show you some stuff, they get enough money, and then they run with it, right? Star Citizen's been around for literally 10 years. The 10 years, 12 years, okay? And the game's still not released. And it's the most funded game ever on Kickstarter. Okay. So I, I feel like this is something along the lines of that, right? 
And they're trying to be under the radar. They're trying to show enough information but not be like Star Citizen, right? That's why they're using volunteers. That's why they're doing stuff. I don't know, man. Something just seems off about it. We'll keep we'll keep our eyes on it and, and see what happens moving into the future. But it just seems something's off about this chat. What do you guys think in the chat? And uh, what do you guys think in the YouTube comment section? Let us know. Are you interested in the day before? Are you – is this like a day one buy? Are you pre-ordering right now even though you can't pre-order? Or are you waiting and see if the other, other boot drops and see what, what, what this actually is? Let us know in the comment section down below. Let us know in the chat right now. Okay. A person that also should keep their mouth shut, okay, is the next story I want to talk about, which is uh, Barlog, okay? Now, Corey Barlog, those of you who know who God of War. Now, look, I've taken the stance of God of War hasn't given us an actual physical date. They've given us a physical year, and they said it was coming out in 2022, and a couple weeks ago on the PlayStation Store, they moved it from September 30th to December 31st, which was a placeholder. They moved it over, and now there's this like this roaring going on that that there's two sides. PlayStation fans think it's coming out this year. Now I've said November 8th to the 15th is my my guesses when it's coming out. Okay. And Xbox fanboys that are pissed off because their first party titles haven't come onto the Xboxes yet. And uh, Halo is a, is a dumpster fire, right? Because it's a first-party game. And PlayStation has really good first-party games. So the people that don't have PlayStation want this game to be delayed or broke in some way, shape, or form. I don't know why, but they do. And the PlayStation fans want to know when this game is coming out because they're so excited because there's no games out there for people to play. They want to know when this game is coming out. And Corey here, who is the director, the creative director, he just can't keep quiet he can't keep quiet right there was supposed to be an announcement today okay but now there's articles being written like this god of war ragnarok release date revealed reportedly delayed now it's not the game being delayed now listen Wait. to this it's, it's the release date revealing of when the game is supposed to come out is now delayed but this is a headline right this is what they want you but think about that it's that's genius okay that's Wait. genius the, the, because because let's say Listen, let's say the company actually had a date, right? Let's say let's say the date happened to be like October 30th, just to say, right? right? But they know it. They know it's October 30th in their mind. But they go, we're having a release day party thing. We're going to tell you when the release date's <laughs> out. And then they That's say, the we're, we're delaying the release date date party thing. So I get what the article, what the article is trying to do, but at the same time, it's not a delay. There's right. no date. There's no day. <laughs> there's no delay. There's there's no delay. Right? There's no delay. Exactly yeah, Mantis. Right. Mantis, exactly. I know. I know. God of War has never had an actual date like Starfield. Now, this this is what I'm saying. Xbox fans are upset because Starfield got delayed and Redfall got delayed and Halo had to wait a year, right? So they want so badly, right? I'm not saying all Xbox fans, but you know which ones I'm talking about. They want so badly that the first party title of God of War is delayed just so they could be like, ah, gotcha. And, and really, even if it was delayed, even if it was delayed, when God of War comes out, I can tell you that it will be in a much better state than Halo. 100% <laughs> better than Halo. Okay. It'll be much better than Starfield. I can guarantee you. Okay. repeating repeating the same stuff over and over again they know when the game is done right of course 
if when you when you give a release date, what you are really saying to people is we are in the final stages of the game. Like that's what that means. When I'm giving you a release date, it means that we are done creating the game. And now all we're doing up until the point where that release date comes is tuning the game. That's what that means. Right. So if you don't give a release date, I'm happy for you. Don't give a date. There's absolutely no reason for you to give a date. But the fact the fact that they delayed the release, the release the, date. The, the release they delayed the release day. date. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is is genius. Yeah. This is a genius move because the reveal date is delayed to tell you when the right. game's coming out. Right. So in actuality, they could do this forever. And you'll never know when the date is, so it's never really delayed. And, and just it's to put it genius. out there. That I don't read articles like this. I just read the title and I go, this is, I, I mean, I've read the article. But what I'm saying is, this is clickbait. This is clickbait right here. Okay. God of War Ragnarok release date revealed reportedly delayed. No, the, the reveal date right. when the, the game is supposed to come out is delayed because they didn't do the reveal date on the right. day they said they were going to do the date. Right. Okay. But, but, that, but that says so much. The article really says that they have a date, they don't want to give it to us, which means the game is not ready. That's really which what is fine. Right? But, that, but that's what I'm saying. It is fine. It yeah. is fine. Just shut your mouth. Here, here's Just the, shut up. Here's the best Just part. Just shut up. If they don't tell you a release date until they know when the actual game is done, like it's done, they're like, hey, I want to make it come out on November 8th. Let's not announce it until we know that the game is done and then we'll announce the date. Not well, our target date's November 8th, and then go, all right, announce it, and then do what Starfield did and go, uh, well, we're not actually coming out the 11th. We, we misspoke, and we're going to push it back to early next year, right? Well, okay, the, the only other example I can give you that's on the positive side is when at the E3 one and Todd said, Fallout 4 is coming out November, boom, dropped the mic and walked off the stage. Like, right, right. Because even though, even though it was glitchy and buggy, whatever, Bethesda's known for it, though, but the game was done, right? That that's what that's what it was. Glitchy buggy mess, but it was done. So he just came out and says, Well, it ain't gonna get any better. That's basically what he said in his head. He's like, This is what it's gonna be. Coming out November. Right. Pick right. out the, the, the door. Year, the year that they did that with Fallout and stuff, that was the best. They announced yeah. all these games and they said, Oh, and by the way, it's coming out in three months or, oh, or four right. months, whatever. And, right. And it wasn't even a major title. He just kind of said, Oh, and by the way, Fallout 4 is coming out. Right. Um, in four months. Walked right. Off the stage. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly. it was that was also a that was a cool moment at E3. I remember that. Yeah. Right? He he didn't he was talking about all these other games. And then he's just like, oh yeah, and by the way, Fallout's coming out. Oh, I, I have to I have to write this real quick since we're talking about Starfield. I put this, where did I put this in uh did I put it in chat? I mean uh, in general. I forget where I put it. This was oh, it was in general. It was in general. So I put this earlier today because I was reading through I was watching a I was watching a video. Okay, I was watching a video of uh of Starfield, okay? And in the comment section, I saw this one comment, and it made me laugh, because this is everything Todd Howard has said in every game that, that's supposed to come out, right? He said, over 200 endings, four times the size, 16 times the detail, it just works. And now the last one is, over a thousand <laughs> planets. And it's always, it's always something. I'm like, why? Why do you have to do this, Todd? Why do you have to do this? The worst because, one was the 16 times the detail. Right? Because he's that's a meme. What, what, what's that? What's the sales thing called? He's the he's the pump up guy. Yeah, he's like, the pitch he, man. Right. Yes. Pitch guy. That's what he does. Yeah. That's what he does. He hypes you up. He's the hype man. Yes. Yeah. He's the hype guy. 
All right, speaking of hype, right? We're we're gonna be right one of these days, Sarge. This is this is rumored. What do you mean one of these? So days? so I have a new I have a new wait, I got a new My thing. record my record's Hold pretty on. good, bro, on this show. My Hold record's on. pretty good. I got I got a thing. Hold on. Where is it? Is this it? No, that's not it. Where is it? Oh, here it is. This is this is a new clip I have. So take this next story with Take it sound just kind of a grain of salt. You like you like that? That's the that's take it with a grain of salt. Okay, that, that's not that's not. <laughs> you like that? That's a, that's a dump. That's a dump truck. That's a dump truck of salt. <laughs> that's not. That's not a. Hey, come on, that's new. That's not a grain. That's not a grain of salt. Come on, chat. That was good stuff. We're gonna, it, you know what? We're gonna do it again. Is it? Is We're it gonna it do cocaine? it again. Is it? A, is it a cocaine bust? <laughs> right. I was gonna say that, Krabsy. That's take it. It's a grain of salt. Can you, okay, I like it. I like it. But can you put the grain of salt like lower and just make the dump truck show the salt? More? No, I I want it yeah. to be I want it to be graphically intense. There, they got the the music. Da, 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 da. It's a, it's nothing. It's just a fucking rumored grain of salt. Come on, it's great stuff. Don't 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 have that much salt in your diet. Okay. <laughs> I, right. I, I I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, all right. God. Next story. Here he is. Rumor, take it with a grain of salt, Grand Theft Auto Online could be getting a Liberty City expansion. Are you excited? Are you excited, chat? Okay. So, X-Fire has published a report citing supposed Rockstar Games Insider as a source of Grand Theft Auto Online will be adding Liberty City to the game as part of a new expansion. Liberty City expansion for Grand Theft Auto Online has been rumored What do for you years. mean, new expansion? <laughs> Well, it's for online, Sarge. What do you mean, new expansion? It's, it's for online. Every time you, we bring stuff up like this, and you're like, what do you mean new? I always think of Office Space when he's like, I have an idea. It's, it's a map that you jump to, and it's a jump to conclusions map. And, and, and they're like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, get it? Jump to conclusions. That's what I feel like every time we, we, we say rumors like this. Okay. So a Liberty City expansion, Grand Theft Auto, is rumored for years now. Nothing coming of it. The Grand Theft Auto 6 active development is, seems increasingly unlikely and it will actually materialize concerning this. Fans should take a leak uh, with a big, hey, grain of salt. There it is, with a grain of salt, okay? Uh, the report claims that Grand Theft Auto Online players will have more to look forward to besides just a Liberty City expansion. It reports to believe that GTA Online is getting as many as 20 new radio stations in addition to new game mo mode called Cops and Crooks. On top of all of this, new story content featuring Don whatever, is also said to be on Grand Theft Auto Online. But again, the best that fans treat this as news with skepticism for now. Now, this, Sarge, the reason I bring up, becomes closer and closer to of what I said as the shawarma has always uh, said. I said Grand Theft Auto Online is not going to change. Okay? You're just going to get an upgrade with Grand Theft Auto Online. Okay, Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to come out. You're going to pay for a standalone Grand Theft Auto 6. But Grand Theft Auto Online is turning into Grand Theft Auto Universe, where you're going to have all of Grand Theft Auto. It'll be online at some point with the remasters and the read the things and all this other stuff. And you're going to live in Liberty City and in Vice City and all this other places. That's what's going to happen. That's what I think is going to happen. And it, it, might, it might happen. 
it might happen. <clears throat> we have a we have a we have a uh, an emote star. Do you ever see that emote that we have now for the channel? What oh, emote? The prediction I have when oh, I when I make a prediction. Finger in the air. Yeah, I'm like ah, have a genie hat on. So, what do you think of the Grand Theft Auto stuff? And that's it for Sarge. Next story. No, wait, listen, what do you what do you think of online? I, I what do you think about the Liberty City stuff? I, I really, I really don't understand what they're doing with all their billions of dollars as well. Right? There's no bully game. There's the other game that came out with stop. They stopped making it. Uh, they, they don't. They haven't. The fact that Rockstar hasn't needed to release anything in order to maintain income to pay their development teams to make games says everything you need to know about about microtransactions. Okay, in order for a business to stay open, you have to release product. Well, they found the product that sells product, and so they no longer need to make a product. They just have that. That's it. So, making Liberty City, all that means to me is, uh oh, the the number is starting to dip below ten million a month, and right, so right. I got to add in another city. So then, the people will play in that city and buy some more shit to keep the product up. Like, release the goddamn game. Right. You're you're a gaming company. Release the game. It's been ten fucking years. Release the game. Three three systems. Three systems. I don't, I don't understand, dude. Grand, you're a fucking gaming company. Grand Theft Auto Five right? was on the 360, the Xbox One, and now like, the Xbox Series X. How do you? How is there not some kind three, of consumer? Five. How is there not some kind of protection on something like? I, hi, I'm a business. I'm open. Yeah, well, could you release anything? No, we're we're good. Like, are you gonna sell anything? No, we sold it already. And 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 you're still making money? Yeah, yeah, still making money. Have you guys added anything? No. I added some Hot Wheels tracks and no. stuff. We're, we're good. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't get it, man. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I think yeah, obviously I think uh, we're getting closer. Don't give a shit about Liberty City. I can give two shits. I think we're getting closer to my prediction being be, being true because I think we're gonna get a remake of Liberty City. We're gonna have that that Vice City for the single player, and obviously whatever happens in Grand Theft Auto Six, that that map, that world, that will also be added to the online afterwards, right? So then you'll have San Andreas, Liberty City, and then Vice City all. I mean, all I, together. I I just think that eventually GTA is no longer a game anymore. It becomes like Second Life. It's like, like a it meta. Actually, yeah, it becomes a it, meta. It, it, right, like GTA becomes the meta. Like it, it, the world just becomes the world. Like how, that's what it is. How fast? And this goes out to chat and and on uh, people after the. How fast do you think they announce a VR for Grand Theft Auto Six or Five, whatever? Right, Chad. Do you think they're gonna announce a VR? Maybe it's already a thing. I don't even know. I don't think it is. I think I would have seen that. Right? Like, do you think they're gonna make a VR Grand Theft Auto? Like, you can play Grand Theft Auto Five in VR. I mean, I, I think the nausea thing is still an issue. Hmm. And I, and I think if you're wearing the goggles, if you're wearing the mask or whatever you want to get the the apparatus. If you're wearing that, I think that. When you go into a car, you should be in first person, not third person. Right. That, you I think can set that. Is... That was actually a cool thing in, G in GTA Five. You could literally set when you you could be first person or third person in Grand Theft Auto, 
And then you could turn when you get into a car, it automatically goes into first person every time you get in the car. Yeah. I mean. A fat to answer your question, will the strippers be different in each city? I mean, with the attention to detail they did with the horse testicles and and, and the eyes, I would say yes, they would. Well, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Look at look at the graphics for Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. And then think about what the graphics will look like when they do GTA 6. Right. I I think I think they're concerned that even the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 won't be able to handle what they're trying to do. I, I, I honestly believe that. I think that they're trying to push the envelope so hard that they don't know what to cut out of the game anymore. Like, they don't know what to take out. Right. Everything they have that they want to put in there is probably there, and they don't know what to take out. And, and lo and behold, even though there are GTA rumors, you notice how there's no GTA oops-a-daisy release date problems. Like, they just shut up, right? If, if GTA is about to come out, they'll let you know right. it's coming out. Help me out, Fat Hot. What's what Smuggler's Run? Remind me, is that the mission? Is that what is that? It's one of the DLC things. I don't remember which one that was. Maybe I stopped playing a couple uh, it was on, it was, it was It was online. Uh, it was for, wasn't it? Wasn't it for just online, Fat? He's mentioned it three times now. It must be something amazing. What is it? I want to know what it is now. He's selling it. I want to know what it is. Fat Hot, tell me not, what it is. Water says this is why it's not releasing on PlayStation 5 Pro and the Radeon 995 35-gigabyte graphics cards are released. Ah, okay. It's a game back, oh, it's a game on, back on PlayStation 2. Bugglers Run. I gotta look this up. Wait. Bugglers Run, is that... Hold up. Is that when you're the driver? You drive that that like charger car. Is that is that the, that kind of car? Smugglers run. Sure. Is it Smugglers run PlayStation. 2. This is Smugglers, oh, Smugglers run. It's a Rockstar game. I got you. It's it's a it's a racing car. It's like a, well, not a racing car. You're you're smuggling stuff, right? You're you're. You're a drug runner. Contra bag snagged. Yep, got it. Never played it. I never played that game. Yeah, never, never played it. All right. The uh, the last story I want to talk about, Sarge, and it's really a small story. The rest of them we're not going to get to. Um, is Gotham Knights, right? and I'm confused by this. Me and Sarge were talking a little bit about this before. Uh, Right, Chad, I'm confused on what to feel about Gotham Knights, right? And, and Charge didn't understand what I was trying to say before because I, I don't know how to explain it, right? Maybe maybe we can figure it out together, right? So Gotham Knights, I'm going to compare to Spider-Man. Now, hear me out. I don't think it's going to be like a Spider-Man game, but the reason I'm bringing up Spider-Man is you bought Spider-Man on PlayStation, right? And Spider-Man was a complete game. They made a game. They sold a game. It's an open-world game, big city, Manhattan, okay? And you can unlock all of the cosmetics and stuff inside Spider-Man, and that's it. There is DLC that you buy for Spider-Man to add to the story, and there's more cosmetics inside that DLC and whatnot. 
And then there's Gotham Knights. Now, Gotham Knights, we didn't know what it was. And last week, I want to reiterate, last week I read an article saying, in the article, the director said that you could play up to three other people, right? But they never said that it was a more than two-player co-op. So I just want to kind of fix that from what we said last week. Even though I didn't write the article, I just read the article. But there's no official four-player co-op. It's just two-player co-op as we speak. They said down the line, it might become on the official stuff that they talked about as far as four-player co-op, okay? There might be game modes for four-player co-op, okay? Now, when Gotham Knights comes out, it doesn't look bad. And now that I know that Gotham Knights has the gear inside there that's like a looter, okay? And you can earn all of the cosmetics in the game. This is from their words of their mouth, not mine. This is from their frequently asked questions. There's no microtransactions in the game, and you'll be able to earn all the stuff. Now, I guess my question, because we're so skewed and it's 2022, okay? Potentially, this is going to be, they made a game and they're selling a game. And my question is, Spider-Man was just on PlayStation and it sold 8 million to 13 million copies since launch in 2018. What would Gotham have to sell across all platforms be considered a success because there's no microtransaction charge? What, what, what do you guys think? Right? Like, I want this game to be good, but I'm not sold on it yet because I feel like the game, what they sold in the beginning and what they're selling now are two different games that wasn't baked in, so I don't know if the game is going to be very good. It seems like sold, it's good. They haven't sold anything yet. Right. <clears throat> they haven't sold anything yet. I don't understand why you don't understand. Like, you, you've, been, you've been dealing with uh, microtransactions, so loot box, right. games, and right. battle passes for so long that when someone comes out with a game and just tries to sell a game, you don't even know how to respond anymore. Right, Well, because I look at it and go... I feel like it's going to be Marvel's Avengers where they're selling skins, but then they told me that it's no skins are being sold, no monetization. And then my brain is like, what? A game with no microtransactions and it's going to come out? And, I'm, I'm, and my brain is literally confused. I don't know what this game is. I, 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 and I don't think they have to go out of their way every 10 seconds to tell you that there's no microtransaction, you can earn everything in the game. Earning everything in the game is a standard. Right. I'm, I'm playing your game. Right. Right. You don't need to tell me that all the things in your game I can earn. If you have to start telling me that, then you've already broken the system. Like the system is broke, right? Oh, everyone take it easy. You could just play the game and everything in the game is yours to play with. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know. I thought I, thought I had to be told that the game was for fun. Oh, it's for fun. I thought it was trying to take out money out of my bank account. Thanks for telling me. Like, no shit, Warner Brothers. Right? How about just say this? Made a kick-ass Batman. Hope you guys enjoy it. DLC coming out next year. Right. Have Batman in there. Done. Click. Done. Done. Here's some gameplay. Done. Like that's all you have to say. This constant, this constant tap dancing around everybody for every fucking reason is fucking annoying at this point. I, I just feel like just tell me, the tell game, me the game. The game has looter mechanics in it. Right? Like you're going to have resources you, and there's colored think, gear. You think they did the opposite? You think, wait, you think they did the opposite of Avengers. That's what you're thinking. I think they were making a game like Avengers, right? They Avengers came out. They announced it in 2017, came out in 2020. Batman showed footage and they went, hey, look, this is pre-alpha. And it looked like, I was like, oh, this looks like Avengers. 
But then they went dead quiet for like a year, a year and like four months. And then all of a sudden they came back and showed the game and it was, it seemed different. And I was like, wait a minute. Is it Marvel's Avengers or is it Batman? Right. And what I mean by that is like Batman was a complete game and you own, like you unlock things in the game. Right. Marvel's Avengers, you pay for the skins. The, the way they had this game set up, it was all these different cosmetics. It looks like they had a cosmetic store. It looks like it was a looter, and then they kind of changed it after. Now, we're not going to know what happened until, like, year after, after it comes out. You know what I mean? But it seems like Anthem type of mechanics. It seems like Avengers type of mechanics. And now they're like, no, no, no. There's no microtransactions. We just made these 15 cool skins for each of the heroes uh, for you to earn and get. And I'm like, I want to believe you. But I, I don't believe you, right? I'm so skewed seven years into these live service games and, like, what you get, right? But I don't believe it. I don't believe that there's no microtransactions. It's my favorite line. I believe it is until it isn't, right? I believe you until it isn't, right? So it might be free until it's not. It might have microtransactions or it doesn't have microtransactions until it does type of thing. <clears throat> So you think they went the opposite. So Avengers changed theirs in the middle trying to be a looter. They were a looter. And then and then, and then you think that Gotham saw the looting things not not Working. hip any not hip anymore yeah. and want to take it they out. They saw what Avengers was happening with Avengers and it didn't sell well and they're like, "Hold up. Let's let's rework this." Right? Yeah, but it, but it, the reason why it didn't sell well is because it wasn't built that way to begin with. They're, well, they're going they're going against what the hell they from, were trying to do. From from the words of the developer itself, when he showed the footage over a year ago, he said that you could fight Mr. Freeze at level 5 or you could fight Mr. Freeze at level 25 and it would be completely different fights, right? And my my question from a game perspective is like why would I fight him at level 5 and then why would I fight him at 25? Because that feels like it's a looter, right? Like you would get a certain certain gear would drop, and if you want that again, you would get it again when he's level twenty five or level fifty. There's like resources that you use to cut to to, but to you create would, stuff. But, but that's but that's for play that's for replayability. That's yeah, the but that's why that's there. No, but in the story, he said that if it was replayability, then they wouldn't do this. Sarge, hear me out here, because they also said that if you level up Batgirl. That all your other characters level up at the exact same time, right? Why? That's what I'm saying, right? This is why I'm confused on what this game is. Because if they want replayability, and why I can would play, I, why would the guy, why would the guy I'm not playing, level up? This is what I'm saying. So if if I played Batgirl for my first run through, and I I could switch anytime I want to all the other characters. In their head, they said that if you're using Batgirl and she's in uh, section 17. And then you switch to Robin in level two. While you're using Batgirl, Robin's working in level two. Like, he's leveling up because he's fighting crime over there. So anytime you want to switch these characters, you can switch like Grand Theft Auto. You know, like, you swap and go to different characters. So they use the excuse that the guy you're not using is actually, is actually doing leveling shit up. Is yeah, doing like, shit on his own. That's why he's leveling up? Yes, that's, this is what they said. So I was like, okay. But if it was replayability and you could fight Mr. Free. So I'm playing through the story the first time. I happen to play the story where I go to Mr. Freeze first at level 5, and I beat him at level 5. Now, I won't fight him at level 25 because I already beat him in the story. Meaning, is he one and done? Or is it like Abomination and, and, and Taskmaster where I can go back and fight him again and again and again? 
Well, if I can fight something over and over and over, that means you're dropping gear. And if you're dropping gear, it's a looter, right? Otherwise, why am I fighting him? Why, otherwise, why it, am it I fighting story, him multiple times? It would, be a, it would be a story game, and then the game would end. And I feel, again, I have no, it's just a feeling, chat. I have a feeling that this game was a looter base. Like, it was like an Anthem. It was like an Avengers. And then all of a sudden, they looked at it and went, all right, hold up. Anthem bombed. Division kind of got got stale a little bit, and Avengers bombed in, in, a, in a practicality wipe away, right? And the best they could look at is Avengers is closest to theirs because they had six characters. These guys have four characters. I feel like there's just something that we haven't, we don't know yet, and I, I just wish they would show more gameplay. Now, they showed, like, I'm not talking about showing me highlights of Robin flipping around and beating people up. Show me the meats and potatoes of what this game is so I know what it is because it seems really weird about leveling the gear. Uh, gear itself has intrinsic perks on it, right? So different outfits do different things. This sounds exactly like it would be a looter, but they changed the core of the game somewhere between when they first showed it and what they're showing it now. Okay. Okay. So, so, all right, but that, but that, that opens up a whole can of worms because if, if the game is a looter or, as we know it right now, if the game is a looter, then if I played through the story, I could fight the same guy at different levels. levels. Right. Why? But all my characters level up the same, which at the means same time. you don't want me wasting time leveling up characters, so that cuts down on the play right. time. But it's a looter. Right. Like so so what am I doing? Like, but see that hmm. they never said the word looter though, but with no, the gears, I understand with the gear I get it. we saw. And my biggest fear of this game, it doesn't know what it is. Or it was something and it changed it to something else. Yeah, I, Which is what Anthem did in, in, and is what in, Avengers did. In my mind, in my mind, when you're trying to do these multiplayer superhero games, the point of the game is to be the superhero. Take on the life of the superhero. I'm fighting crime. I'm saving the world. Blah, blah, blah. Right. However... The real reason why you're killing guys and finding the gear is because I'm trying to defeat a boss in the game. That's the whole point. Right. So if I'm fighting Mr. Freeze, and then if I'm level 5 or 10, and I fight Mr. Freeze, and I'm able to beat him at, at level 10, if my level character maxes at 50, why? Why do I need to kill him again? Right? Unless he's dropping something else... Well, for me to fight somebody else. The, the best way I can explain this to you, okay, in old gaming terms, is the Mega Man series. Right. Okay? Yeah, Mega per Man, perfect, perfect Mega example. Man starts with nothing. Right. Okay? You pick a boss. You go through the level, and you fight the boss. Some bosses are harder to beat than others. It's made that way on purpose. Because in essence, the longer you play the game, the more you realize that, well, if I get cut man first that i can go after electricity man next and i can kill him easier exactly like, that's the whole rationale yes. why you're you're farming farming gear is because i'm getting weapons to defeat another boss so if it's a story driven game with loot i understand you fought you you farm the city to get the gear to kill the boss right 
that boss might drive might might drop a piece of gear right. that will help you with somebody right. you else. kill mr freeze he has a freeze ray that you might or against something and then it helps you down the road or whatever right right that's the way that's the way the game flow is supposed to be and then once you reach technically what you consider for the game to be min maxed like i have all the abilities i could possibly have in the game then what the end game is supposed to happen in the development side of it is you're supposed to put me against an uber boss somebody who's like right. out of control right. like i need to be as powerful as i could possibly be to even have a chance at killing this boss and this boss has good boss mechanics you need a good team together and then there's some kind of well, prize at the end well, right that's that's what it's supposed to happen. Here comes the next thing that I'm confused about, right? The article that we read last week, if it's a two-player game, now there's four heroes in the game. There's Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, Batgirl, okay? Four characters. They said that you can mix match and have multiple. Now, if I'm playing by myself, what fucking sense does it make if I have two Batgirls? Hey, hear me, hear me here? Why would I have two in my own game? I'm not playing with anybody. Would I have two Batgirls? Okay, now they said that you can bring your character into my game and we can have up to, this is what they said, three other people, and have three bad girls in the game. And I'm like, so wait, you're telling me I have four characters or do I have 16 characters? And when I say 16 characters, if I can make Batgirl on my own team, I'm playing solo. Can I make Batgirl and Batgirl, Batgirl and Batgirl? So I have four Batgirls on my own team. Can I make Robin, 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 Robin? Can I make... Right, you see the combinations and stuff. No, I think what they're no, what they're what they're saying is they they're saying it that way. So in case that's why that first part you said makes more sense. If I'm leveling up Batgirl and everybody else levels the same, that way when I get into a game with somebody I haven't played with right, in a all while, my characters are all my characters are at level. Right. Okay. So I can be who I, I can be who I need to be depending on who you are. Right. So then why would the article then say that up to three people can be all the same characters? If there's only a if it's only one player and two player, and I only have four characters in my game, how can I have three Batgirls on a team? I don't. I don't. If know. it's not Is, more than two players, are they are they allowing are they allowing NPCs to fight with you, like the other guys to fight with you while you're playing the game? If you play by yourself, oh, uh, Smashville, thank you very much for the gifted Thanks membership. Thanks for becoming a member. I appreciate that. Make sure you guys grab it. Looks like the gifted subs are already, or gifted memberships are already taken. Uh, Cujo, Paul Gaming, Kevin George, Sean, and Krebsy all been gifted. Thanks uh, for becoming a thank member. Thank you very much uh, for those gifted subs. Gifted memberships. Yeah, I, I don't know, Sarge. This is why I'm so freaking confused on what this game is. And it's, it's coming out in October. Thanks for becoming a member. Right, and they're and they're showing and they're showing allegedly, stuff. right, right, allegedly. October twenty fifth is when it's coming out until it's not. So I don't know. I I just don't I just don't know. Thanks for becoming a member. And and maybe maybe I I'm, I'm gonna have to. I I appreciate the subs, but I keep hearing it. Thanks for becoming a member. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I I feel like there's just something off about this game, and I I really want this game to be good. I do. Thanks for I becoming do want a this member. Game to be good. I don't want this to be another Marvel's Avengers. I would rather this be a Spider-Man type of game or the old type of Batman game where you can earn the stuff in the game. But what they're saying and what I'm seeing and what they're, my brain is, is hemorrhaging. I'm like, okay, so is it, it's a co-op. It's a co-op game, single co-op game that 
may or may not be able to play with more than two people. And then you can use multiple characters of the same character, but your characters only have four characters in your game. I, but once again, I don't, I fail to understand why developers that are making superhero games don't understand the flow of the superhero game. There's no shortage of villains in any superhero game. Every good superhero has got at least three or four guys that are trying to kill him at all times, right? It's not like you can't make boss battles. It's not like you don't understand what you're trying to do. So if there is a story inside the game that you're following and you defeat these bosses, and then at some point after the story, the game switches and you're no longer linear and following to A and B and C and D, then you just now are hunting guys on levels for power. And then after you reach a certain power, a boss appears, right? To let you know that, hey, you got a shot at getting this guy. Go ahead and try. Like they bait you on purpose, right? right. Like you think you're a badass. Then the thing will pop up and say like, oh, let's say Kingpin is running downtown. And he's he's available. And then you go try to kill his, you try to go get him. And then you realize you get your ass kicked by Kingpin on purpose. They right. bait you and beat you on purpose. So then you start to do the cycle and look around for better gear and then go hunt him again. Like that's, those are the signs of a good flow to a superhero game. I have to get power in order to defeat a guy. Right then, some guy kicks my ass, and I have to redo the cycle again to get, to get enough power to kill that guy. Why is that so difficult? Right. Why? Why do they turn it into this? It's it, it's like it's like the whole game is shrouded in like this convoluted nonsense. It's like I'm back row. What do I do? You're back row. You fight crime. And and, and right? they're robbing a bank. They're stealing cars. Right. They're trying to assassinate the mayor. Like you, that's the mission. The mission comes up right. assassination of the mayor. Send Batgirl out to stop the assassination. Like that's how the game's supposed to work. And I, and I know the game itself is a video game. You're supposed to have fun. But if the story's about the Court of Owls and you have four main characters and all your characters progress at the exact same time and me and you want to play together and you bring in your Batgirl and I'm Batgirl. It kind of throws me off a little bit because in Marvel's if Avengers, if, it, if it's a story game, yes. Right. In Marvel's Avengers, it makes sense because there's clones and time portals and, and, and stuff like that. It's part of the story. In, in, in Batman, it takes place in Gotham. I don't think there's time travel. I don't think there's wormholes and stuff. So it's just a little weird to me that you could be both the same character, especially since if you're leveling up one character, all your characters are leveling up. So it's a little weird. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just dwelling on it a little too much. I, I want the I want to know what, what, what the game is, and I, I don't know what the game is. And no one in chat can tell me what the game is because none of us know what the actual game is. Water says, "Remember when we thought they were working on Superman? What happened to that? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna do uh, what Redfall progression system does. Thirty. I really. Well, that's I another really, thing. I How's really, the progression system gonna work when you come into my game? Right. I really believe that it's possible to do a really good Superman." Like you start off as Clark Kent, you don't know shit. You yeah, spend most of the you, you start off most young. of the game learning, learning how to use the powers, and then every time you reach like an anchoring point in the game, it does a cutscene, and then you age, and then you're yeah. at a different level of being Superman, and then you go through the same process yeah. again, and then each each anchoring of the game, you have a boss that you have to fight, 
but you have to fight it in like the Superman way. Like you're not going to kill people. So you have to find a way to, to defeat him without killing him. Right. And then once you mature and have full blown Superman powers, then game, then you start, then you start throwing in all kinds of crazy cosmic right. shit that Superman has got to defeat. Yeah. Right. Imagine you being Clark Kent going through the game as basic Superman, Superman powers. Right. And I'm not saying it's going to be Grindfest as Clark Kent. You're some nerd in the farm field. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. Just but level like, up like you would level you, up any game. Right. Right. You, you incrementally level up. And then by the end, you fucking launch yourself up into space to, to, to battle whatever is coming out. Like, yes. Like, that's that's yeah. what you, you want save for an Superman. An, an asteroid's coming to the planet. Like, an asteroid's save, coming. Yeah, and yeah. you gotta, you got to hit the asteroid in the right spot in order yeah. to shatter it. Like, Yes. Two, two, yes. Uh, two, two. Uh, America and China are fighting. They launch missiles in the air, and you have to fight. And you gotta stop the missiles before it hits the place. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I got you. I'm here. Yes. I, I see what you're saying. Right. And then, and then, when they're bored for Endgame, then they throw some psychotic boss on you. Right? Oh, it's Zod. Oh, it's 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 Bizarro Superman. Right. Oh, it's Brainiac. Lex Luthor in a Kryptonite suit, like. Yes, I'm fucking Superman. Let's do this. Yes. Why is this so fucking hard, guys? Is this, yeah. It's a superhero game. Jesus Christ. All right. Stories that we didn't get to is Diablo Immortal. We didn't get to the Diablo Immortal. People are, are leaving the game as a, as a, a mass exodus. Okay. Uh, we didn't get to Skate. Uh, EA's uh, coming out with a pre-pre-pre-alpha gameplay they showed. Uh, Xbox response to Bethesda's crunch culture allegations. Didn't get to uh, Unity laying off hundreds of staffers. Uh, and we didn't get to uh, someone recreated an impressive video shows what the Simpsons hit and run remake could look like. Someone created what the Simpsons game could look like. We didn't get to any of these stories. Uh, we might do it in a week or so. If, 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 if not, the stories are all in our Discord. If you want to look at our Discord, uh, submit to stories, you can all go there. We do appreciate, that's the end of Generation X Gaming, episode 316. We do appreciate it very much. We went over quite a bit longer than we usually do. The last one of Nashville gave some uh, memberships. You know, we gave a, we gave a little extra, extra content. We do appreciate you very much for coming out. Uh, if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, you can hit that share, like, and subscribe button. Make sure you guys hit the like button. Right? It actually helps us out uh, a lot. 34 of you here. There should be 34 likes. It, it, you've been here all show. You, you got to hit a button. Maybe you disliked it. Maybe you disliked it. You can hit the dislike button down below as well. I don't care. As long as it adds up to 34 the interactions, I don't care. I, if you'd like to go above and beyond that, if you don't share, like, and subscribe, you also would be a member as little as 99 cents, 99 or 499. You could submitted uh, gifted subs like that as well if you're already a member and you can also do super chats and after the fact you can do special thanks we don't advertise that during we do it in the very beginning we do it at the very end we do appreciate you very much episode 316 is in the can we'll be back in two weeks we're off next week i'm on vacation as soon as i hit the off button right now i'm on vacation until july 11th so i'll see you guys in 11 days i appreciate it very much please make sure you follow sarge on twitter at sarge mccluskey please follow me at 30 and still gaming Make sure you check out our other channels. We have Nerding with 30. Nerding with 30. And I just uploaded nine episodes of the past broadcasts of Generation X Gaming onto Spotify. So if you have Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all of that, they should be uploaded up there so you can listen to the audio versions of it. 
or the video version on Spotify as well. I appreciate it very much. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Have a happy 4th of July, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Come on, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.